Mike, turn your games down. Hi, welcome to another year in gaming episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Eldrin, and who's counting in 2013 with me tonight? Glois Tortstotska. I am the Let's Play Princess Phoebe Stanton. Welcome. And I'm returning, sort of. It's me, Milk, from Space Milk Cutie. It used to be Square Milk. <laughs> yeah, you know, some form of milk. We don't talk about that. Those are just <laughs> bad days. used the hell out of me when I locked it. I was like, wait a second. And <laughs> I'm Kyle, and or as some, by some aliases, I also go by Chibi UFO. Uh, I, you can be found on X, not Twitter. No, we don't say that word anymore. We'd be banned. No, I'll say Twitter. <laughs> no, I, I exclusively still say Twitter. Until no, he I'm, I'm not going to go by Elon Musk's rules. Like, he's a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I will dead name the shit out of his website. Fuck <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it, it's what he would want, you know, if he really yeah. thought about it for two seconds. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. I am um, Kyle, or by my other alias, uh, Chibi UFO. I uh, post on various random websites on the internet about retro video games, queer stuff, horror, and cute things in retro video games. All right. And you guys are all here to join us to talk about another year in gaming episode. I try to do a couple of these at least to a year. Uh, this year, as I kind of made the comment at the beginning, we are going to be covering year in gaming 2013. And I have to start this off with a game that I ca- that came out in 2013 that I played years later. That everybody hates, and for some reason, I permit, I I enjoyed it. Alien Colonial Marines. Why? I never got into this game. That's a good thing. I'm gonna. For, I, I I played it once on PS3 randomly, and I beat the whole game, and I had fun doing it. And I don't know why, because it's not a good game, but I did beat it. I think I have a very vague memory of this game of just me and my friends playing some multiplayer exclusively, and just dicking around and that was all we did and i think it's a good memory but i don't know i don't have any respect for this game outside of that the sad thing is there was just a little tiny bit of a coding error it could have been a really good game uh-huh <laughs> i think that's what's so funny too is like when they did find out is one issue that made the ai stupid oh i do remember that yeah but see i like that because the game's easier I Did mean, ever... anyone who listens to the show knows I like when games are easy. I don't like when games give me a time limit. I don't like it when games don't autosave for me. Did you ever have no to more do the hello, my baby, hello, my honey dance? <laughs> no, I did not. That's wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, I just, wow. That's... <laughs> I mean, it's funny. Uh, no, I just, I don't remember a whole lot. I just know I played it, I beat it, and I kind of had fun with it. Like, I actually remember thinking about the DLC. Like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to play this DLC. I never bought it, but. I remember thinking that, and and yeah, and it's just one of those games. Like I've been wanting to put it back on the show, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to find suckers to play it with me. So I have googled 2013 in gaming a few times and looked through it and thought about it and kind of like reflect, like, oh, I remember this, I remember that. I swear on my milk goddess, I have not seen that game on any list until just now. When you put you 2013 <laughs> games in Google, it's the very last one in the bottom right corner. It did terrible. It reviewed terrible. I'm pretty sure it's a trash game, but for some reason I enjoyed it. So yep. Honestly, what you're talking about and the way you're describing it reminds me of my experience with Resident Evil 6. Like, I'll fully admit to that game being complete garbage and a piece <laughs> of shit and like but here's the thing, though. It was fucking dumb, but I actually had 
Thanks. I actually kind of had fun with it. Like That's all that matters. Kyle and I are like, friends now. <laughs> like, the thing is, I didn't play it the way it was supposed to be developed, though. Like, it's supposed to be like running gun shooter co-op thing. I played it like it was a beat-em-up. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but just the fact that, like, you're given this, like, cart... I mean, I know they give you a stamina meter in it and you lose stam- stamina the more physical attacks you do, but, like... I'm, like, taking out zombies and monsters like this is, like, Night Slashers by Data East, and I'm, like, doing combos, and I'm roundhouse kicking them and, like, fucking punching them and kicking them, and just, like, I'm doing combos like this is a beat-em-up, and I'm like, what the fuck, this is the greatest sequel to Night Slashers ever developed, oh my god, this game sucks, I love it. Especially when you do the Jake story like yes. that. That's pretty much how he's built. Oh, God, I know. Half the time you don't even get guns because he's, like, kidnapped by some <laughs> fucking thing. And then he's like, oh, well, crap, I don't have guns anymore. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. thanks I want to play that game so bad again for this show. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. If, uh, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to play it again. I think I'm just one and done. But if you do, just, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say, oh, get ready, but just. Oh, I'm just, beating it once. Okay, okay like, yeah, I know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah, okay, I just... <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just really dumb and bad, but I don't know. I, you might find some you might like, find some entertainment in the madness, I, I guess. I like bad games. I yeah. cannot lie. I, I do. <laughs> I honestly do. <laughs> okay, like that's yeah, not... What you're describing with alien, the Aliens game is reminding me, I don't know, just, it's, just, the way you're describing I'm like, that just sounds like... Yeah, this when game I is, play more, is more clunky and there, it's more, there's more issues with it. Oh, yeah. And Milk, what is the game that you want to mention from 2013? I noticed, I don't know, when I was looking through, it just felt like a very interesting year to reflect on 2013, because I feel like there's a lot of games that we, like, just today have some sort of resonance. Like, I don't know, the one that stood out. I mean, if we want to make a funny joke, there's Rayman Legends. It was Rayman's last official game, and this is the year he is coming back as DLC for the Mario Rabbids game. And that makes me chuckle. But, you know, there's a lot of those like that, like Pikmin 3. This is the year we got Pikmin 4. Oh. Yeah, it's there was some yeah. kind of interesting stuff in this year that sort of circles back to around now. And mm-hmm. I think it's pretty Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online as we're kind of like yeah. hitting the apex end of that. And hopefully mm-hmm. getting six in a few years, knock on yeah. wood, maybe, question mark. Hopefully. So, yeah, you know, so I don't know. I think one personally I was going to touch on it actually was... um. It's a smaller title, but it was in it was called Gone Home. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was one that, that hit. I remember playing that game all night in one sitting in college, in- and just sitting there. And I got to the end, and I was like such a wreck in the best kind of way. Not only was that, in, not only is that, I don't mean to spoil it for my, I don't need to spoil myself, but not only is that is that in my top three games of the year, but that's like in my top ten games of all time. Like, like oh just, damn, like, I haven't Gone played Home, it. Gone Home is fantastic, and I was just, like, seeing it come out when it did and everything, I was just, like, and I found out what it was, and then what happens, I was like, oh, oh, shit, whoa, okay, like, whoa, I, uh, never thought a video game could get deep like this, like, that could actually get me like that, I, uh, wow. It's one of those games that holds up extremely well, Mm. and the message still stands. Mm. I think, um, I think it really kind of starts to show off like i'm sure before then there were games that really could have that description of walkathon that's not what it's called i don't remember what people <laughs> nickname that genre but walking, walking simulator, simulator there it is walking yeah there walking simulator walkathon tomato, tomato. but i think that was one of like the really few really early big ones that in that that like i think started 
at the start of that trend. And I think that one, it's pretty short. I mean, depending on how much time you actually spend really looking around in short, but I mean, it's all in one area, one home and you have to like go into areas to unlock other areas. But yeah, that game, that game is really amazing and I'm glad to hear it still holds up because I definitely haven't played it, I think, since then. So nice. Played for my first time about either last year, two years ago, and I was like, oh, even knowing what this game is about, it's still an experience that hits well. All right. I really want to. It's it's on my it's actually on my Steam Deck. I put it on the on the Steam Deck for my wife to play it and she was playing it a little bit and I really want to play it, but I just I have not gotten around to it yet because my life is too busy. <laughs> Life is always too busy. Yeah. Especially when we do three podcasts a week for some reason. Yes, that doesn't help. <laughs> that's a personal problem. <laughs> that's a personal choice. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, Phoebe, what about you? Is there a game that... Well, to go from one walking simulator to another one, let's talk about a little meta game called Stanley Parable. Oh, yes. A game where you're just an office worker whose life is being narrated to him. And whether or not you decide to follow the narration or not, the plot can go any number of ways. (laughs) This is actually like a big year for me personally, because still getting indie games on, you know, the 360. This was my first year on Steam. Okay. So it was a lot of indie games via that. I didn't play Stanley Parable till I think a year ago or so it was it's on the podcast that's when i finally experienced that game did you do the new version or did you do the original i did the original okay the new one's supposed to add like a bunch of stuff but even then it's good to go back to the og version that was just what i had the new one wasn't out at the time that i played it so i have been happy that that game's getting more attention i think with i mean that new one i think came out a little bit ago but i don't know my partner only discovered stanley parable this year through a fandom community that heavily ships the protagonist and the narrator. And I think it's amazing. <laughs> I love it a lot. Like I like I you hear it and you're just like, this is a crack ship. I don't know what if, I don't know about this. And then you like start watching it and you get little clips and you're like, you know, these two are really all that each other got in this wild world. It's pretty good. Just let the ship sail. Yep, exactly. <laughs> just let it sail. Just have Always let the crack ship sail. I'm glad that the game is getting so much recognition now. It makes me happy to see. I mean, I wasn't like super into it, but I know I had fun with it when I played it. Yeah, I feel from my memory, it was, like, pretty big even back then, and it, like, you know, I think it was, it was, like, major cult status, where, like, it was definitely popular, and I think it was successful enough that a lot of people played it, but, like, there are people who were just, who were diehard enough that, you know, it kept getting those, like, updates and re-releases in ways that really, like, kept alive for a long time, even to now. And the, the, the releases and updates will even reference the time gap. I've seen the new content, and it is phenomenal. I don't want to spoil it, but they know that it took 10 years and they use that to tell a new story. That's definitely about the 10 years. Okay. Maybe I'll someday get to it, but it's just, it's cool to think that it was 10 years ago. That game came out and there's a game that I want to, I want to talk about. I can't talk about, but I, I know Phoebe can maybe uh, milk and Kyle have played it. Uh, Starcraft two. Yes. Came out uh, this year. Heart of the swarm was this year. The Zerg campaign for Starcraft two. I'm sorry, I've played neither of these games. I've heard of Stanley Parable, and I've heard of, of course, Starcraft. Starcraft, but I, I just, uh, both games came out in a period where I had a fucking absolute shit potato of a PC. Like, I, I, I gotta be honest with y'all. Um, so, like, I may seem like on social media now that I, like, I do a lot of quote-unquote, like, PC gaming, and I play PC ports. That's only because, like, I got a good gaming PC in the past, like, two and a half years. So, like, I'm catching up on a lot of stuff, so 
Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I, I'm just. I'm nothing. You're good. I mean, I get that. Yeah, I. I'm, I didn't get a good PC, and like, I mean, I got a, a a decent laptop probably in the last like five years ago. Yeah. And it really opened me up right before this pod or during this podcast, and that's what yeah. opened me up to that type of gaming. Like my family was also like my family was like a video gamey kind of family. I mean, like we some of my family were like video gamey people. Like my mom really loved Nintendo stuff. She. Like, Loved playing Tetris on my Game Boy, and she loved Dr. Mario, and, like, my brothers also loved video games, and, like, my dad, he liked Super Mario Brothers a little bit. But, yeah, just, like, we mainly only had consoles. Like, we did have a PC, uh, a computer, and a part of my childhood, but it was never, like, we never kept up with PC gaming stuff, so, like, yeah, like, a, a PC gaming for me was only, like like, a decently recent thing. Like, if I ever played stuff like Doom as a kid, it either I got to play Doom on PC at a friend's house or school, or, like, I got to play a console version. <laughs> so I apologize. If there's uh, any more PC stuff coming up, I, I might be kind of <laughs> dead good. silent. I, I can guarantee that my list is going to have a bit of PC stuff on okay. it. I yeah, do no, apologize. No, I'm not trying oh, to good. I'm... I'm just saying, like, it's going to be, like, crickets over for me. Sorry. Uh, I I completely get that. I'm just glad that I'm trying to get into PC. But uh, Phoebe, have you you played all through StarCraft two, right? I played all of StarCraft two and StarCraft one. Yeah, I I want to play StarCraft one so bad. I know I could. I just okay. So RTS. StarCraft one use cheat codes. That game is hard. It is unforgivable for people who are not used to RTSs. Okay. StarCraft two there is a difficulty slider. It is a lot easier and. Much like StarCraft 1, StarCraft 2, this year was the year of the, the Zerg campaign. This isn't a series where each each faction is their own story that's happening side by side. This is a linear story where you will do X factions campaign first, and they are Act 1. And then when that story ends, then the next factions begins. That's cool. So this is the Zerg campaign. Very biological-based faction melting and mutating creatures and this is based in between the protoss and the terran campaigns karakin is best girl she did nothing wrong also want to turn into the bird queen right yeah she is the uh, queen of blades okay do i need to play one in order to play two wings of liberty is completely free and i think at this there is a sort of recap thing for people who have not played starcraft one okay tried starcraft one once but i just i suck at rts's in general so i love them but i'm terrible at them you could probably just find a, a recap video or something on youtube that doesn't it's not the same. yes <laughs> well you gotta pick a lane mike pick one uh, i'm gonna play it with cheats that's what's gonna happen power overwhelming black sheep wall it, it's probably gonna happen because I've, I've kind of beca- made more peace with beating games w- with cheats on of some sort and, and not being like at least i experienced the game and I'm happy with that. Like, for example, today I downloaded a save file where I would have been level 50 with a Mega Buster and the Z Saber for a particular game and just didn't do it yet. But it's there in case I need it. So <laughs> I'm now trying to think of what you're talking about. Milk Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, uh, Milk, do you have a game you want to mention that came out this year? I mean, looking through this list, I mean, I think. It has to be mentioned as a very honorable talking about these games that are sort of still prominent or have some sort of element in today. Final Fantasy fourteen A Realm Reborn. I don't yes. know. Oh, that came out this was, year. Yeah, was the, it two point Okay, this was in two came out. Yeah, so then that's pretty. Yeah, that's the game that exists today. 
essentially, you know, in its original form and is still going. And that's wild. That so, is. you know, I, I like, I, I don't have a lot of experience with MMOs and the ones I do have, it's like, you know, it's here and there and I respect them a lot. And I have a friend who's really into MMOs and I've talked to him a lot about how basically, you know, like MMOs today, depending on what you're looking for, there isn't as many, um, as you know, that are like really strong calibers, like, it's the ones like Guild Wars 2, you know, like, and that came out a long time ago. A lot of these ones that have been just around, even World of Warcraft, potentially, if that's, you know, sort of your style, but these ones that have been around forever and just kind of hang out, and there's still a lot of good meat on those bones, but then there's not that many of them. And, you know, Star Wars, I forget which one. I always will say Knights of the Old Republic, but it's not that one, I don't think. Uh, there was Galaxies and there's the Old Republic. I don't the know which one is Republic. current. Yeah, I think it's that one. But yeah, so, you know, like, I think seeing Final Fantasy in this list is really, 14 is really interesting with, you know, how it is today and how far that game has come since its reboot, essentially. And for you, those of you listening, you can go right now and get the trial, which now includes Heaven's Word <laughs> and Stormblood for completely <laughs> free. Isn't it level 60? 70. Free? 70, there it is, yeah. <laughs> Not sponsored team. No, I wish. <laughs> And Kyle, what is something that you played during this year? Uh, well, 2013 was a pretty powerful year for video games and for me in general with playing video games. There's a lot that uh, I want to give shout outs to and uh, games I did play. To start things off, since, uh, you know, covering the early months, the early months of 2013, I'd like to give a particular shout out to... Actually, I might even get canceled for saying this because I know this is pretty controversial. DMC, Devil May Cry. Uh, that's a great game. <laughs> respect. Now, respect the, give, the situation. I want to just give this particular reasoning to this. I hated a lot of the fanboys who were against this game because they were so fucking obnoxious. And like, <laughs> like okay. I semi-enjoyed the original Devil May Cry games, but I found them, like, way too fucking hard, and I could never, quote-unquote, get good at them. Like, I found especially Devil May Cry 3, the one that, like, everyone recommended to me, like, way too goddamn hard. And it's like, what the fuck, I can't beat this, I'm trying, and it's just, fuck, like, I just, I can't make any progress, this is bullshit. And it's, it, it just became frustrating. Where DMC was just like, oh, I get this immediately, and it's just like, like, okay, cool. Now, I'm not going to praise all of this game because I think the plot and the, the dialogue and the script for this game are garbage. Like, holy shit, this is so, <laughs> this is such bad writing. Like, it thinks it's deep, but it's not. And it just, like, I remember a literal cutscene of the game where Dante and the bad guy are literally just saying fuck you to each other. Like, fuck uh, you. Ah, so yes. Fuck Him you. And, and the like, slurm queen. Yeah, yeah, like, Jesus, this, this. There are some bad things with this, this game. Script in this game I really fucking, liked it. The script in this game is fucking terrible. Like, I'm not a writer, so I like, and I know some people are like, oh, well, if you're not well known with the crap, you shouldn't be the one to criticize it. Like, fuck you, eat a dick. Um, but like, <laughs> no, like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I actually had a lot of fun with this game, and I felt like the combat was actually really decent and well made. I don't know. This actually, this felt like a quote unquote Devil May Cry game that I could actually fucking make some progress in, and it. <laughs> It felt relieving for once of like, oh, cool, I can actually like do decently at this game and not just fucking throw myself against a wall a million times. And then everyone says, no, but it's great because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, DMC. I actually really had a good time in this game. I thought it was fun. The combat was fun. The action bits were fun, too. All the right. combat felt really nice. The way you mix your 
sword and blade slashes and your guns. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just it worked for me. I, I don't know what else I, I can say. It just really worked for me. But yeah, DM, I'd like to start off things off with, uh, yeah, DMC. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. I, I really liked DMC when I played it. I bought an Xbox One randomly, and I had a great time with that game. So I, I'm with you. Game does not get enough respect. I mean, the writing, yeah, the writing was bad. You are not yeah. wrong. Yeah. Not wrong at all. Phoebe, do you have a game? Man, I never thought it would be fun to play the person running the border guard, but Papers, Please <laughs> is actually super fun. I would play this game on the train constantly. You're just somebody looking at people's passports and deciding whether or not they're going to enter your country. But at the same time, there is an actual deep lore and plot to this game that's just hidden in little details. You don't need cutscenes or all that much to make a story, guys. All you need to do is have some dialogue while you're doing puzzles, and it works. Plus, Georgie's the best character. I want to play Papers, Please, but I've never gotten around to it yet. There is a character who you will fall in love with. He is super charismatic, but there's always something wrong. And when you have to say, no, turn around, he's just like, Ah, buddy, you are just doing your job. Love ya. I'll come back in a week. <laughs> I remember trying to play this game and I couldn't get into it and I was really sad. But I am happy that a lot there have been games since then that whenever, you know, people compare them back to Papers, Please, and I've tried those and I really enjoy them. And it is nice because it's like, oh, it's kind of like that. And it feels in a similar vein of like, you know, sort of like telling that story in around you without being like, oh, here's all these cutscenes and, and front loading you and stuff. And I, yeah. I, I respect the hell out of this. Game That's the thing. Sure. It takes some time around day five to seven for the plot to really start up. But then you'll get somebody in the line will go, hey, the person two behind me put this powder on their passport. And then you if you do it, the person dies halfway through the the walk into the country because you poisoned them. It's All right. just, it slowly starts to become a thing more and more as you get deeper into the game. It's something I, I got to play one day. A, a game that I want to mention that came out this year is Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon came out this year, too. Was this that year? Yeah, 2013. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Which, I wish this game would have just been called Far Cry Blood Dragon because it's not, it's really its own thing, in my opinion. Did this... The- DLC get its own release at some point, or was it only ever the DLC? It got its own release at some point, and then there yeah. was a sequel that is a Trials game. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> so is this the year that the standalone came out, or the DLC came out? Uh, the DLC, I think. Okay. It, it came out as a standalone expansion. Oh, okay. Oh, I, okay. I bought I an to... Xbox Live when it went on sale at one point pretty early, and then I know I played it... At some other point, it's a game that's always stuck with me, though, that I, I've I just one of those games that I always think about. And I we did it on the show. It was the only Far Cry game we ever done on the show so far. And I don't know. I just really like this game. And I, wait, it doesn't I, get enough love that it deserves. Wait, hold on. So the game that has nothing to do with Far Cry 3 is called Far Cry 3 Expositional Name. But the game that is a direct sequel to one of the endings of Far Cry 5 does not have the name the number five anywhere in the name. Ubisoft, that makes no sense. I was about to say, yeah, it's Ubisoft. It checks out in my book with them. I, you know what? Yeah, modern <laughs> Ubisoft just fuck everything up. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I always wanted to play this game because I, I definitely played three a little bit. Couldn't get super into it, and I saw this, and I was like, you know what? I think this fixes three for me. 
And I never got around to playing it, but I still look at pictures right now, and I'm like, this looks like the best kind of dumb fun. And it's short. Mm-hmm. I heard, I remember that. that. Now we're getting an animated series on Netflix. It's just weird. Have animated you seen the trailer series? for it? No. Of Far Cry or Far Cry Blood Dragon? Of Far Cry Blood. We are getting a Blood-related oh. Netflix series, and it has reference to, like, every other single Ubisoft thing. It's a Ubisoft cinematic universe something. Like, okay. there's a, a talking cat thing or something in the, the actual trailer, but they have, you know, hidden blades, and they do a leap of faith. <laughs> this had <laughs> to have been conceived and announced after cyberpunk anime, right? Yeah, it uh, probably happened after Edge Runners, yeah. I had to have. There's no way they were like, nah, we're doing this. But or somebody I, was oh. playing Blood Dragon again while high on acid and went, okay, but what if yeah. we do <laughs> episodic oh shit it's fun oh, play it anyone listening anyone here with me you haven't played it it's it's on steam all the time on sale pick it up play it it's worth it it's fun and listen to our episode so go do that too but, put that on my wish list <laughs> <laughs> and kyle what is something else you've been playing that you want to mention for 2013 uh 2013 let's see here this might sound a little odd i don't know this might be my win back game for everybody uh for another 2013 game that I'd like to particularly give a shout out to, it's a franchise that I know has existed for quite a while from Nintendo, but I feel like this game really won won a lot of audiences and got a lot of new fans into the series. Fire Emblem Awakening for the 3DS. Okay. This game is excellent. I think a lot of the new options used for this game with the whole thing of like, oh, you can revive people. Yeah, I know the whole signature thing of Fire Emblem's that when people are dead, they're dead. But like, sorry, that that reviving thing is option in this game is is uh, is wonderful, and I yeah, uh, I think this game is just excellent. This is a fantastic game. It's addicting. It's fun. The new characters are great. Yeah, I think this is just a great game. Brought, I feel like this game really brought in a new fan base, and I can see why it's it's damn good. This is a great game. Love it to bits. Another thing I'd like to give a shout out to, because I feel like this is, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the only game in the franchise that comes out in 2013, but it's a series that I hold also quite dear to my heart. I have it on Windows, I have it for PlayStation 4, uh, well 5, as I now have PlayStation 5. It's a series that I hold very dear to my heart. It's another, I'd say this series is a lot more niche. It has, it has a little bit of it, it has a bit of uh, fans, but uh, we're very spread out across the world. The PS Vita port of Earth Defense Force 2017. I love the EDS games uh, very much. I, 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 the game that won me over, honestly, was EDF 4 for PlayStation 4. I played a little bit of the 360 one, and like, I, like, it was fun, but I don't know. Like, I, I just felt like it wasn't clicking for me. But uh, Earth Defense Force uh, 4 and 5 really won me over. And man, I love these games so much. I hope. Uh, I really hope Earth Defense Force 6 comes out. But yeah, I want to give a special shout out to Earth Defense Force 2017 for the Vita. Uh, this came out in uh, January of 2013. And yeah, I uh, I just want to give a shout out to those two games. Because uh, 2017 and EDF 4 were how I got into EDF. And Fire Emblem Awakenings was how I got into Fire Emblem. And both came out in uh, this year. And yeah, both are very near and dear to my heart. All right. You, either of you, either of you guys, have anything to say about Fire Emblem? I've never played Awakening, unfortunately. I've never played a Fire Emblem game. I'm sorry. I played so, the first GBA one. That's it. I've played the most recent Fire Emblem game, and I think 
I'm trying to remember if this is the one. I talked to other people who've been a fan of the series for a long time, and my favorite part was character stories and like seeing characters interact and like seeing them upgrade their ranks. And I think this is the game where you get to choose or, you know, you can facilitate relationships between your party members and then you hang out with their kids later. And if this is that game, I want it so bad, but it's also, but it's a handheld game. And that sounds really hard to get to, but I would eat that up because I love seeing I get so much compersion from watching my buds be like, hey, I love that bud. And I'm like, you go, bud, you go, you go. And then I get to have their kid. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. Oh. Milk, there are ways to play that handheld game. Uh, no, I know, but like, I would just like it not on, on original hardware. I, yeah, I just don't want to. No, I didn't want to handle. I just want to like blow it up. I mean, I, there's uh, other ways that I can tell you. If you I want know to what this. you mean, but you know, okay. <laughs> you're like, I uh, want it ported to the, something else. But yeah, I that's I'm I'm happy that was mentioned because I saw that on this list and I was like, I feel like the Fire Emblem games in the recent years, you know, they've been like. Since um, Three Houses, it's been like people have been talking a lot more about the old ones. Have been like, yeah. oh yeah, this one was good for that. This one was good for this. And so I'm glad it was. There was someone here who wanted to shout it out because I had no <laughs> real connection to be like, yeah, I could talk about this. I wish I did. I I want to play more of them. I played the first one, the Game Boy, the first Game Boy Advance one that came here, not the first one, but the first one we got in America, and I beat it on a phone once, and I enjoyed it. But I'm, I also say state because you know I'm me. But I haven't gone back to it. <laughs> I want to play more of that series. I'm actually doing one of them on the show here later this year, but not one you'd think of. I'm doing the I'm doing the Warriors one for 3DS. Or Is that Switch. Three Hopes? No, that's before that. It's just Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, oh, that's the uh, that's the uh, Musou game. Yeah, the, the first Musou one. That, it's called Musou, right? That subgenre. Yeah, the, the beat 'em up, slash yeah. 'em up, the Dynasty Warriors game. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Sorry, I just <laughs> you're fine. I, 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 I brought it. I, I, I remembered it, but then it's, it just blanked in my brain. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, I'm like panicking. So, okay, I bought it a long time ago, and I've been wanting... It's been sitting on a shelf staring at me. So I just said, fuck it, and put it on the show for this November, December. So around the time you're hearing this, <laughs> right. I'm making myself play it, because I have to. And Oh, I have a game that I, I have to mention. I'm sure nobody remembers, but it was a game that doesn't exist anymore, but it came out. It it, it burned brightly for a couple months before it was taken off the Internet. Flappy Bird came out in 2013. Oh, God. Oh, my oh, God. God. <laughs> I remember the podcasts, the stories about the game, and just like, man, like the dev of that game. Like, I know they really did something just really interesting with that game. One guy. Yeah, one guy. Who hates it. Who got so rich and became miserable because of it. Yeah. And you know what? I'll still play it at your local arcade as a ticket game. Yes, you can. Yep. Yep. And you can play it at actual arcades, too, as a ticket game, too. That's what they just said. Oh, I thought you said Apple Arcade. Okay, never mind. No. <laughs> Sorry, TV. I, Is I, it I, on I, Apple I Arcade? I heard Apple Arcade in front of your arcade. I blame it because we were talking about Apple I Arcade. I think they recently. did bring it back to mobile stores after a few years because I think he sold the rights and then they did. And it's like, you can go yeah. download it, but it's just, you know, it's like. Weird. I don't know. It was this one. Ra- I just remember like a random month. Everybody was playing it, and I remember pranking my friend once. We, we both worked at Sam's Club, and I remember walking over to where he worked at the bakery. I put my volume all the way up and just started playing Fight Bird. All of a sudden, his head just started looking around trying to figure out why the hell he heard it because he hated the game. <laughs> I uh, had that same experience in my first college lunchroom. I would hear the sounds of it, and I'd want to, like, 
Oh, wait. No, wait. I'm thinking of Pokemon uh, Nuzlocke. The first Nuzlocke run. Right around oh, there. Close, not quite. Nice. <laughs> I remember a different experience with Flabby Bird, but there's a lot more wild stuff in that one, so I won't. Oh. Okay. It's just, it's a stupid game. Like, it, it was a very simple game, but it was nothing but, yeah, no, I remember that game made fucking millions on the internet because of the, yeah, it was something, it was weird. If I can make a quick shout out, because I don't have a lot to say about it, but it will, it'll just plug in real good. There was another mobile game called Badland. Don't it was this cute. It was a really cute little mobile game where you play as this like little blob, and you basically like move around the area, and then you pick up other little blobs, you get bigger. It was really in the right game. Yeah, here I can put a little link for it because it was really cute, and I like because I was curious when before you started talking about Flappy Bird, I was like, what mobile games came out? And that was the only one I really was like, oh yeah, this one. This was adorable oh my and wholesome. God, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like. There's not many others. There's like um. Was it? There was. A, there's a zombie one for a series that I was like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that. But this one in particular, I remember spending time with Cut the Rope Two. If you want to talk about yourself, oh, but yeah. but that one, that little like Badland is a very like I don't know. I feel like it. It was its own real thing in a way. I've never that heard of it. And wholesome. Yeah, it's really fun. Like I think I would be shocked to find out it's a mobile game. It does not hold up. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Flatbird doesn't hold up. I mean, I know I played like fake versions, other versions of it since then. I mean, they've never been good. I don't expect it to be good at this point. I was gonna say, hard to disagree about OG. OG Flappy Bird, you live on in my heart, BB. Never forget you. Never forget. But the one where you play as a bullet bill going in between pipes and mushroom kingdom. Yeah. And that didn't get sued. Surprisingly enough, no. Mm. <laughs> oh, Phoebe, do you have a game you want to mention? Okay. Does anybody know Monaco? What's yours is mine. Twilight. I've heard of it. <laughs> I've oh, heard that's, of it. that's yeah. I've heard of Twilight. this one too. And when I look at it, it definitely looks familiar. All right, so for those of you who are not in the know, imagine payday, you know, stealing from people, hijacking banks. But instead of it being a first-person game, it is a top-down, very minimalistic-style game where you pick your character, they have different little traits like the pickpocket, the lookout, and then every level looks more like a blueprint of the building you're going into than the actual building. So when you go into the air ducts, instead of it showing you in a tunnel, it'll actually show dashed lines like you would draw on the initial blueprints or schematics. It's a very minimalistic game, but it is still some of the best multiplayer fun I've had with people. Okay, I never heard of this. I think it's actually getting a sequel. That's cool. See, this is why I like doing these. Sometimes. You guys, people remind me of games I didn't know exist. So... <laughs> Yeah, Monaco 2 is, is actually getting a sequel. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this on, like, Humble Bundle and stuff a lot, and I feel like it's this game that I've always heard good things, but I rarely feel like I've talked to somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I've played that. Like, so it's neat to hear that. Because, yeah, I, this game always looked cute, and, like, and I, again, never give I was like, oh, I respect this a lot. I don't know if I'll play it, but it seems neat. It's probably, like, $15 when it initially came out. It's oh, only got so many levels, so it's it's not that long, but... The amount of ways that you can do a level because all these different characters are you going to put on the disguise? Are you going to have the ability to move your camera around? Do you want a monkey that will pickpocket people for you? And you just have to worry about getting around the guards. There's so many different ways to play this game, despite it being just some really simple top down game. That feeling when you're like, man, maybe I'd play this game. I don't know if I want to spend $15. Then your Steam goes, yeah, it's in your library, Jack. And I'm like, oh, sorry, my bad. Whoops. Feels bad, is it? Man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's totally in there. You should play it after this. Give it a try. I might. I might just do it just to see. <laughs> I looked it up. I think I'm spelling it wrong because I did not see it on Steam. Yeah, M-O-N-A-C-O. Yep. 
That's why I don't see it. I can't spell, apparently. Yeah, I have 18 friends who have this in our library, and I'm willing to bet if I looked it up, like, most of them would have zero hours. Because it's just, like, it's a game that I feel like is one of those humble bundle games that a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, this is in my library. I don't know what this is. I or still like, can't oh, spell yeah. it. M-O-N-A-C-O. Moan Echo. You know, this should not be that hard. <laughs> M-O-N-A-C-O. What's yours is mine. I see. Okay, I remembered this game. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I didn't play it, but I remember the Xbox Live at some point being advertised or something. Uh, can I give a quick shout out to another really stupid game? Of course, please. So, uh, when I think the PS4 first came out, this was the fighting game. A very, very simple fighting game that you only needed two buttons for. And they even made fight sticks for it that were just two giant buttons. Dive and kick. Yes! Woo! (laughs) A fighting game where all you have to do is jump in the air and dive kick. And yet every character plays different. Okay. Uh, What a stupid concept. What a (laughs) great game. There's some weird ass games that come out. Yeah, it's it's had its time in the sun, like with its little cult fandom of like people. There's even a dive kick too. Yeah. Is it really? Mm-hmm. If it's not out yet, then it's definitely a thing that's. It oh. says it was made for Wii U, Xbox One, PS4, and PS3, so it must have come out. But yeah, there's it's it's I've it's I've heard it through the years, seen it around. It's a thing, and I'm always just like, that's I respect you in a wonky way, but I'm gonna walk away now. <laughs> oh, I gotta mention a game real quick that I can't talk about because I never played it, but in case Michael Hughes ever listens to this episode, Marvel Heroes also came out in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> so, which, we, I mean, we've talked about, back in the day when he used to be on the show a lot, he, we and him would talk about that game all the time, how much he loved it and was upset that it was gone, but that came out in 2013. It, it doesn't exist anymore, and they never brought it back, but it just made me laugh that that game was 2013. So, But now you have Snap. <laughs> A snap is love, snap is life. It's all you need. Don't remind uh, me to take my ten bucks every 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 month. And they were trying to take five bucks from me today with a with a bundle. I'm like, no, no. I did it last week. I'm like, can't do it really again. Just Stop do it. the Shrek meme. Hmm? <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. What year is it? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I don't know. You just hear Shrek. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Mike. Just keep the show going. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who the hell is supposed to, who hasn't said something recently. I just did mine, so I think it'd be yours. Okay, I'll I, I use Marvel Heroes, but I'll pick something better that I actually can can talk <laughs> about because I can't talk about that. I just laughed my ass off that it came out that year. Looking, I, I know I had stuff. <laughs> oh, remember me? Another game I can't talk about, but I bought it four times. Does that count? I've never played it, but I bought Why it four times. Buy it four times because I'm gonna play it one day, Phoebe. One day. <laughs> you didn't remember it, so you bought it four <laughs> times. I only bought it on 360 PS3. I bought a digital copy for my for my PS3 or PS4, and I bought it on PC. I'm gonna play it one day. I know it. I'm not, but I keep telling myself. I like strange. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh. I've started this game like three times, a hundred percent. And every time I'm like, this is the time I'm going to beat it. And then I, I just can't, I don't, it's, it's one of these games that's so restrictive of like moving around an environment. I just get frustrated and tired. I'm like, you know what? I don't really, this is kind of, Wait, I, lied. Concept, I played I, it once for like half an hour. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> one day I'm going to play. Nobody believes you. <sighs> well, I can make myself play it, but I don't know if I want to waste a spot on it, but <laughs> <laughs> One day. Well, you will play it one day. It's fine. I played a little bit, of, a bit of it, and I thought the combat like fucking sucked. Like this feels gross, <laughs> and like the controls feel bad, and like 
Everything feels all loose and slippery. Like, I, what the fuck? This doesn't feel like a good beat em up. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I didn't play it far. I just, I think I was just testing it to see if it worked. And then I just, I forget, <laughs> I forget it exists. Wow. Wow. It, Come on. So Mike. I know. It. What you need to do is buy it like five more Mike, times. it's telling you, you failed its one request. Just, Just remember, remember. Mike, <laughs> come on. No, no, wait, no, what, he, Mike, what Mike needs to do is buy it for the fifth time, and then the sixth time, and then the seventh time, and then the eighth time. <laughs> Just keep I going, mean, God, hey, I can't wait to play this. If I make a new Steam account, it could happen, but I won't, so. One um, day, I'm, I'm going to play it one day. And, Kyle, do you have a game you want to mention? Yes, I do. I know this came out in, I believe, March of 2013. Uh, I really loved this game. I, I, I've I liked the first two games. I still actually haven't played the third game yet. I don't know why I just wasn't kind of in the mood for it. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon for the Nintendo 3DS. Yes. I especially want to give a shout out to because uh, Next Level Games is a Canadian company. Uh, so, <laughs> shouts out to them. I believe they're based off of Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, so hell yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, anyways, really fun game. I had a blast with it. I enjoyed the... Uh, I enjoyed the first Luigi's Mansion. I thought that was a fun, cutesy game. game. Really fun, spoopy, just good stuff. Oh, I love that game. It's it's just so good. I loved it when I got to try out the GameCube. I believe I actually got to rent a GameCube before I bought one. And yeah, I had a blast with it. And I was like, oh, this is just so charming and fun. Holy crap, I love this. And uh, yeah, and I got to play this. And I was really excited to see what the sequel was going to do. And I, I liked its ideas. I really did. And I, and I was like, okay, this is actually even better. And uh yeah, I, I just had an absolute blast with uh, Dark Moon. Damn good sequel. Really damn good game, too. Uh, really impressive. I still have not actually played Luigi's Mansion 3 yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to try. I believe that's also done my next level, so I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. I'm sure it's also, like, really good. It's very, very good. I can tell yeah. that. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. But yeah, uh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, Dark Moon. Just a really damn good game. Really impressed by it. Uh, the 3DS was really starting to get good games. Like, 2011 was kind of a rough year for 3DS, and 2012 got a little better, but, like, 2013 was like, oh, here we go, fuck. Like, this is really taking off. We're getting some great games. So, yeah, great great year for the 3DS as well. So, yeah, that is my that is my next game, uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Okay. I need to play it one day. I played the first one for the show, and I loved it. I just... Ooh, nice. I have Dark Moon actually to, behind me for the, for the 3DS. Nice. When I had when I had a belief in myself that I'd actually play it, but Mike, I'd be really curious how you feel because I'm actually the opposite camp. I love the original to death. I hated Dark Moon. Oh no! I've, I've tried a few times back then, and I not with the most recent version because I know they mm-hmm. did a remake. But I just all the stuff they added, it just felt totally. I was like, I don't need any of this. I just missed the old days, and <laughs> so I'd be very curious how that reflects in you, Mike, of how okay. like how you feel about it. Because, yes, you know, I, I don't feel like I think it was pretty well received overall. And so I it definitely was. felt like I was in that minority yeah. of like, just like, oh, it's too much. Because I think I've dabbled in the third one a little bit. And I like the third one, but this one and I know there's elements from two and three. But I don't know, just the way they like introduce everything in two. I think I was just too hard on it a little bit. I'm just being like, no, this is too different. Take me back. Put me in that mansion. Oh. <sighs> and Phoebe, do you have a game you want to mention? All right. Let's get very blasphemous here. Telltale. Walking Dead is not the best Telltale game. Oh, okay. This is the wow. year of the best one, Wolf Among Us. Oh, wait, that's not blasphemous. That's just that's just facts. Thank you. Thanks one, I don't like Walking. Walking Dead is a game that I can't play anymore because it wow. depresses me too much. But oh, the kid and stuff. Yeah. 
That was Wolf Among Us. Yeah, or this year, one. sorry. Whoa. Yeah, Wolf Among Us is, is amazing. fantastic, and it is a perfect prequel to an absolutely fantastic comic series. And the second one's coming. I know, and that Proto Men song in the trailer, and just, mm. oh, it's nice to see Proto Men so get more recognition. Weird that it's getting a sequel after all this time because the company went out of business and then came They're back. back. Oh. Sort of. I mean, well, someone else bought them, right? Sort of. Uh, this game, yeah, this one's rad. I love it so yeah. much. And 400 I mean, Days came out in 2013 also, but I, I did Walking Dead Season 1 for this show a couple years ago, and I've been meaning to do more, but I just, they're so depressing, it's hard for me to want to. I'll play this game. I did. Yeah, Wolf just, Among Us, <laughs> I think, is a beautiful balance of depressing and amazing and funny. My wife like, actually played All depending this game. on how you play it, because you play, play as the big bag wolf, who is also a detective. Do you want to go more towards the detective side or your raw animalistic instinct? I... Can I make a small soapbox about this game? Sure. I will never forgive this game for using an option of glass him as an aggressive action and not clinking glasses in a wholesome moment. Because I definitely read a section that said, hey, you're having a nice chat with this dude. Do you want to glass him? And I went, I do want to glass him, thinking we were going to clink. And then I smashed into his head and it turned into a fight. And I went, no, that's not what I meant. And I don't know. Maybe it's me. I'm willing to say, admit that, that maybe I'm the weirdo for reading glass. I'm going, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. But no. Maybe he doesn't drink unless it's in his office. Maybe with Boy Blue. Maybe with Flycatcher. I just he's like he's going on this sad monologue. And if you play it up to this point of like, oh, we're friends. Oh, I'm really hearing him out. And he's like, man, I'm just so down. And you're like, oh, yeah, let me let me clink to that, brother. And then you just (laughs) smash it in his face. And I was like, (laughs) oh, Okay. The, the <laughs> only bad thing about this game is that there is a comic book adaptation that takes what the majority of <sighs> people chose was. for each thing and turned that into the canon. And there's a final panel that goes beyond the ending of the game and just completely ruins the point of the game. Oh, gosh. Because, like, what did you guys do to the main villain? Who cares? He got away and grabbed her at the very end. Uh, That's the final panel and Bigby walking away and you see the other side of an alleyway and she's got her mouth covered by the, uh, I can't even think of the fucking guy's name, but that's how it ends. And it's, it's a silly comic and play the game. It's such a good game. (laughs) I'm really happy. A season two is coming out. I'm surprised, but I'm happy. It is not connected in any way as a new story. It's a new crime. That's fine. At least they're bringing it back in some form. So and everybody's coming back. That voice acted in it. Per- that is a perfect happy. Big B voice. <laughs> and Milk, do you have a game you want to mention next? Oh, uh, yeah, I, have, I was kind of looking. I think there's only a few left that I had anything in. I think, again, going back to this theme of like things that are really kicking off today. I think this is the first one in this sort of series that Nintendo started. Super Mario 3D World was in 2013. Nice. And yep. I I have no like affiliation with these kind of 3D side scroll or side platformer games. I never really clicked into them, but they I think this is the one that kind of going back to Fire Emblem a little bit, they added new mechanics like, hey, if you fall off the map and you're playing co-op, it's fine, dude, no sweat. You come back in. And I think a lot of the stuff they added in this just really has carried this series into today with Wonder and it's coming out next next month. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Like, Wonder's the first one I think I'm really going to, like, play and buy and experience. But, like, it all started here, baby. Is this the one that introduced the cat suit? 
Yep. Yes. Yes, kitties. Perfect. Mario kitties. This is the kitties for life. This and they is the all make best Mario sense. game in my opinion ever. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. This one, this, this, I only actually got to play this game recently when it came out on Switch. I never got on with the Wii U. Not for any, like, oh, I don't like it, but just, so, quick, quick story. I'm legally blind, and I could never actually play the Wii. Like, I could never get it to function in a way where, like, I could see the screen while doing the motion controls. So, I just kind of, unfortunately, missed out on the Wii, the Wii. So, like, I was a little afraid with the Wii U that they were going to pull that same crap again. Like, oh, but what if I pay money for this and, like, I can't play on it, and, like, I just wasted money. So I kind of sat on on Wii U. I was really afraid to, like, get into it, and, like, I didn't know if I'd be able to. So I missed out on some Wii- on a decent amount of Wii U games that I wanted to play, and I finally did get to play this on Switch, and, yeah, it's fantastic. This is just such a damn good Mario game. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, the good news about missing out on Wii U games is they brought them all back to you. Yeah, just Switch, about. So. I just uh, need them to get those uh, Zelda remasters of uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on Switch. and then They don't know what you're talking about. Nintendo has no idea what what you're talking about. Skyward Sword? You want Skyward Sword? No, No, I don't. I have it. I don't want it. (laughs) I actually have it on. I bought it for Switch because I, it's the only 3D, well, it's the only 3D Zelda game I've never played at all. So Mm. I I don't have it on my, (laughs) I'm not remedying that anytime soon because I just don't want to play it. But hell yeah, Milk, that is a just a damn good game. I'm so happy you brought that up. Also one to bring up, I think for, I'm assuming at least more than me, and it feels pretty significant that we haven't said it yet. The Last of Us was 2013? Oh, yeah, that's, was, yeah, that feels pretty important. Of, just watch the show. I was actually thinking of bringing that up myself. I didn't know if anybody else would, because like, it's so popular, and I'm like, I don't know if anybody we else will be, that, will be that yeah. obvious, but yeah, I, I uh, so, uh, yeah, um, but, do we want to do the Last of Us discussion now, or we can do it now? Okay. We'll just, I mean, yeah, it, we can. Okay, it doesn't um, matter what's at the end. I have a game planned for the okay. end if we don't say it gotcha. ahead of time. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm gonna actually, if you don't mind, if y'all don't mind, I'd like to go first. Oh yeah, I actually, take it. <laughs> I actually fucking love this game. So I'm weird with the the Naughty Dog games. I uh, sorry. Anyways, so I actually really love this game. Uh, I'm a little weird with Naughty Dog games. I never quite got into the Crash games because. Uh, by the time I got a PlayStation, there wasn't any, like, new, new Crash games, so I kind of didn't bother. I did play a little bit of the of the Uncharted games, and they were fun. They were okay. I wasn't, like, in love with them. Like, it's weird. I saw, like, the reviews, that like, the great reviews they were getting. I'm like, oh, this is 10 out of 10. And I'm like, yeah, this is just okay. It's all right. It's fun. I, I like running gun games and stuff like that, but I don't know. I wasn't blown away by it. But then, uh, I don't know. I felt like The Last of Us was, like, a genuine, a genuinely great attempt at, like, competent adult mature storytelling without it being edgelord garbage. Like, <laughs> it actually felt unique and interesting and, like, a decent concept of, like, of, like, what, like, a post-apocalyptic type of world and these, these characters in it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was really blown away by it. I, I played the whole thing through. I loved it. I cried at the end. That's fair. I cried. I cried at a couple of different moments in the game. I loved the characters of Joel and Ellie. In fact, I actually loved the first game so much that I kind of refused to play the sequel. I know that sounds really weird and stubborn, but just I liked where the first game kind of ended off, and I was like, no, you know what? I think I'm actually just good. Like, I think I don't want to know any more about these characters. I think uh, where it leads off is just fine. I'm kind of great putting ending it there. Like, I I'm good with just these characters in this spot, and like. I get with two, it's like, oh, but it's realistic because, like, in real life, you don't just get to know people for a certain amount of time or whatever, or if you keep following people or, I don't know, something, like, 
I'm, I, I'm sure some person could use an argument against me of like, oh, but two is also realistic because blah, 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 and this and that. But like, I, I've seen a little bit into two and like, I, I'll give it some kudos, but I don't know, just one kind of felt like a, the perfect one and done for me. I really loved The Last of Us. And I uh, also have actually not watched the show. I was just like, I think I'm good with the game, but I don't know. Like I've heard people, I've told people that and I've been told that like, no, actually it's, it's actually really good and unique and uh, it's, it does some things different, different, excuse me, uh, differently. So I'm like, okay, I'll get, I'll watch it then. Yeah. Okay. I, it's just, again, like looking at this game when it came out and what it was for Sony as a producer and how it is, yeah. you know, now and like what Sony is doing and making a show, a show that was a hit, a massive success. And like, it's wild to look at this year. It was like, oh yeah, that's the year this all kind of started for Sony being like, hey, what if we made these games a little more sad and real, huh? We'll bring God of War back in the room. Come here. You're going to be sad now. And he's like, all right. But yeah, I also shout out because I, you know, this was, I, I know something of this game that isn't often talked about, but damn, that multiplayer was wild. I love that multiplayer so that much. Multiplayer? Oh yeah. It was a while because it's ba- it plays like the regular story, but it's like versus against other people. So you're moving around a map kind of slower, but like the time to kill wasn't like super quick. Uh, you know, it had different modes with varying stuff, but it was pretty fun. Like it, there was jankness to it, especially if there was like the melee like fighting. But a lot of it was about like moving around the map in a way that could be stealthy or aggressive. And it was really neat to sort of like have it. And they they did it really well. It wasn't as obviously by today's memories, like what I think people remember about it, but it was solid. It was not like it didn't felt tacked on like for what it was, because it seems like something that would. But it was pretty good. OK, Phoebe, you have anything you want to say about Last of Us? I've only ever seen the TV show. I never actually oh. played the games. But that oh, being shit. said, I can say that. I initially thought this whole series was overhyped, and I I grew up with Naughty Dog, you know, Crash Bandicoot and Jack, Mm. but that was a fucking great show. (laughs) The episode about, what's Nick Offerman's character's name, Bill? Oh, that that episode, I was bawling by the end of it. It was so sweet. That just cemented in my head. I was like, no, I was wrong. This, Mm -hmm. this, This is a good story. Kind of mentioning the TV show a little bit, um, I still haven't, like, watched all of it, but I've seen little clips of, like, the later episodes that, that aren't, like, spoiler-heavy or anything like that or anything, like, you know, too big or whatever. I, I saw this uh, great moment. Uh, I believe it's either in the last episode, or the second to last episode, uh, or second to the season finale, or, or the season finale. Joel and Ellie are uh, in this mountain, and they're crossing through, and they stop by this cabin owned by a... Uh, one of the actors who I'm actually a particularly big fan of because uh, she was on a TV show that I'm deeply in love with. One of my favorite shows from the 90s. Uh, the actor is Elaine Miles. Uh, she's uh, one of the owners of The Cabin. And the show that she used to be on that I'm, I'm particularly very fond of is Northern Exposure. And, oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, I saw that she was on that episode. I was just like, holy fucking shit, Elaine Miles on The Last of Us. Good for her. Like, I hope that, like, gets her, like, a shit ton of money. And I hope she gets fucking, like, residuals and shit. Like, man, like... I hope she can coast off of that for the rest of her life. That's fucking awesome. Like, I can tell you that Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, who are the original Joel and yeah. Eddie, are in the show, and they do that's phenomenal jobs. Oh, that's I didn't amazing. Know that. That's amazing. That makes me really happy. I'm glad. That's you. cool. I have one. I played this game once. It was this is actually the first game that got me back into gaming, not okay. because it existed. That's I don't want to make it seem like that. 
I had I had quit gaming for a while because of my ex girlfriend. I just kind of stopped. I had moved in with my now wife. We'd moved in together. I was starting to get back into gaming, but I was being very like careful. I was, and then I picked this up like five bucks for PS3 at a GameStop, and I played through it in like a week. And I enjoyed it, but it is too depressing and too close to real life for me. Oh. Like that, I could completely see this happening. That's understandable. I can so totally I get that. I don't like really depressing movies. I don't like really de- really depressing video games. Mm, no, I can get that. So. Yeah, but no, it's a great game. I mean, I, I just, oh, yeah. I, I think they've done too much with it, and that irritates me mm. that they keep re-releasing it and remaking it when they could remake other stuff. But yeah, it, it's it's a it's a cool game. I do want to play it again. I want to do it on the show at some point, but I'm just, mm-hmm. eh. <laughs> I don't have the draw. It's I don't have the drive to go back to it. I mean, now I think it is on PC by now, isn't it? No, I can get. I can totally get. Yeah, that. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, it is. Okay, then it just was so de- it was so depressing and. I, I have no interest. I have absolutely no interest in two. I know enough about two that I'm not going to say here, but I have no yeah. interest in two. Don't worry, yeah. they'll make a part three. No, I know they will. <laughs> oh God damn it, no! I haven't watched the show either. I just don't, just don't. I mean, I just don't care. Mm. No, I can get that. I can totally get that. I won't do it until someone convinces me to do it for this podcast. Then I'll watch it. That's how I do some things, like Peacekeeper. I had no interest in watching Peacekeeper until people convinced me to watch it, and it was great. It's good. So, with that dog and the invisible bone, but hey. Yeah. Well, right now, I have a game that I want to mention that I have only played a little bit, but I have spent more than enough money on. Disney Infinity 1.0 came out this year, too. Oh, okay. that, that hurt. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have almost all the toys for Disney. I have all the toys for 2.0 and 3.0, and I have majority of, or all, I have all the Marvel characters and all the Star Wars characters for 2.0 and 3.0. I didn't buy all the Disney characters. Mm-hmm. We you never really played thought the games, this was really? a game genre that would stick. I want, I mean, I just collect the places I just I have now. I have George. I mean, they were all on my shelves and organized like by category and stuff until I decided to adopt a six month old cat. And then she went, Oh, look at these wonderful things I can knock oh, no. off the shelves for you. Oh, no. Uh, so now they are not where they were. They're hidden. On, and and I even lower them on a shelf below the bookcase. And then she would, I would watch her lean down with both paws, grab them, and throw them off the shelf. <laughs> so, oh, precious kitty. Yes, she's my baby. She's, she's my three year old baby now. But yeah, she's trouble. But no, I just ended up buying them all. I, I really liked them. I don't know what it was. I, you can actually get them all, all the Disney Infinity games, which I have on Steam for like, they go on sale cheap a lot of times. And they have with all the characters. Yeah, with everything. Okay, good. I so be like, what? That's the way to play it now. Like, you can go right on Steam, get everything right there, no issues. It's cheap, and and I actually put three point on my Steam Deck because I was going to get my wife to try it out. But it's something that I I just it's a, I like the idea of it. And I remember when it came out, and we I worked at Samsung at the time. We sold a lot of it. I've actually looked up different parts. There's even a God, what the. F- Lone, yeah, Lone Ranger level that one of the what are you planes we did a, a, really? point a few months ago that Kyle brought up. I looked this up and I looked up that NES game and I looked up the Lone Ranger set too. I, I just one day I want to play. I played 2.0 a little bit, but they're just cool. I mean, I'm glad Toys to Life died, but I wish Spyro would do the same thing and just release all of it online for like a set yeah. price and I can just buy it all. It Cheap mostly price. died. Nintendo's still doing it. Oh, Nintendo upset. They're me. not really. They're, they're not yeah, really they for are. games. It's just to convince you to like, hey, you want this cool figure for your for your table or your shelf? Yes, you do. Okay. Like 
I'm yeah, really... Nintendo's like bearing the lead. Like they had Smash, and they're like, all right, we're done with Smash. And then they were like, okay, what about all the other ones? Like, yeah, we'll make them. They're like, okay, what are you gonna do? It's like, I don't know. Here's an item. I would, I would die if they were like, all right, here is the Amiibo game. I would cry because I, I've wanted it for so long. Like, I just thought there's so much potential with that, and they're just like, well, that's Nintendo. You're like, oh, this would be kind of neat, Nintendo, right? They're like, no, we're doing something else. You're like, okay, have fun. You know, like, oh, we will get out of here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and Phoebe, do you have any games you want to mention? Uh, yeah, if we're going to talk about The Last of Us, let's talk about another weird third-person shooter that shouldn't have had multiplayer that worked. <gasps> this was the year of the Tomb Raider reboot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Third timeline in the Tomb Raider timeline. Great game, though. It is such a good game with two incredible sequels. Mm-hmm. Gave us a really good backstory for her, too. She initially yeah. even starts with hating tombs. <laughs> God, what a what a good game. Her just being stuck on the island of Yamatai with her protege's film or teacher's film crew. Piece of shit guy, yeah. The piece of shit guy who absolutely is just like, no, kill them, kill them, just let me live. <laughs> what a fucking scumbag. I, I feel so bad for the uh the boyfriend appeal character who just dies and oh the guy that loves it that like has a crush on her and then kind of impress her yeah yeah i felt that when i when i played that game back in like 2014 i 2015 i felt that (laughs) it's been so long this was the start of a tomb raider timeline with a actual interlinked plot that even carried over into the comics and the comics are also very very good that's cool I really enjoyed that game so much when I played Tomb Raider. I I played it early when it came out. I got it for cheap. I played it for this podcast. Like, I just really, I that's a great game. Yeah. And the multiplayer. I mean, it was, you were still scavenging for points instead of upgrade material. You were killing other players. You could zip line around and definitely take them out by hitting them in the back of the head with the pickaxe. It's a lot of fun. Wish they bring it back. You might have this game on Epic because it's, they released all three for free on Epic one one time. So if you grab every free game on Epic, you probably have this in your library if you want to play it. You should play it now or buy it now if you don't have it already because there's a chance it could go away. Why? Is there something in there that... Embracer is collapsing. And they recently bought the rights to it and Kane Thief. They bought a bunch of Square Enix material and... Oh. Yeah, they're crashing and burning they've already closed uh volition and some other company i think gearbox is getting laid off okay that's sad so if embracer dies don't know what's going to happen to the ips it'll go in limbo for a while we all die i mean that's why i I have been trying. Whenever I hear games that are going to get delisted, I tr- I pick them up as soon as they go on sale on Steam because almost every game when they're going to delist something, they tend to do it on like a they drop it on a huge sale before they before it goes away. Oh, so you also got Crayola Scoot then? Did not go away. <laughs> I did get I did get Battlefield Bad Company too though. I would have see that's a respectable answer. I'm the only person on my Steam friend list who owns Crayola Scoot, and I don't know what to do with that. I like Why? I joked about it, like guys we should get it and I own it and I'm like you just live there now and I'm like I'm not gonna delete it but I've tried it's not good but yeah I, I mean I hate roller scoot <laughs> anyway we, was that's that funny though skateboarding yeah. scooter one yeah it's it's kind of like I know that. where you splash color around a arena I just, it's a game that somebody made uh, it doesn't look that bad buddy I get it I might have asked how much you pay for it oh like two dollars. <laughs> 
I would have bought it for two dollars too had I known. <laughs> I'm with you. I will. I'm like that. Um, I will buy random ass shit for cheap. Gotta be cheap though. Oh yeah. Otherwise, I will. Yeah, two bucks. I would have gladly done. Especially unless it's only multiplayer. Oh no, there's nothing. It's no. It's all. It's all solo. I don't think okay. it. I don't even know if it has multiplayer. From the one time I booted it up. <laughs> Yeah, I would have probably picked it up for two bucks. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wolf. Anyway, I, I'm like that. I, I like stuff. I don't like things to go away. And if I can get it for dirt cheap, it can get, go on my. It can go on my on my library. I'll never play and just have it there, and I'm happy with that. As long as it's cheap. Maybe one day I'll 100% it, and then I'm going to be like, I'm the only person who's 100% at Crayola Scoot, and I'll just die with that on my grave. Learn to speed run it. See how many speed runs oh, there are of it. Google's it immediately. Uh, all the records are just milk, 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 milk. <laughs> hey, that's I'm now kind of curious. How, yeah, that's how a game speedrunning community starts. You just get a few jags. You're like, ah, I'm going to do this. But, oh, there are three people who have sped run this game. And <laughs> Only three? One PC, one PS4, and one Switch. Oh, my God. Hey, congratulations to Aqua Baby. Agua <laughs> baby, shout out to you, bud. I'm coming for you. <laughs> hey, Lee, hey, look at that way. They can say they're the record, the speed, the world record holder for. There, you know, there are people who I think go around and look for those games and just oh, be like, oh, I own this. I'll go do that. Uh, oh, Aqua I've done baby. it. I gotta bring you down. Gotta bring you down a peg. Oh, and uh, there's a game that I have to mention that. So it's, oh, this game. Well, it came off PC. That's not accurate. Sorry, I I was looking at something that I thought it was, but then it wasn't. But oh, here's a game that came out PS3. I don't know if the 360 version came out then, but. Enslave Odyssey of the West came out in 2013. I thought this was older than that. It is, but the PC version was 2013. Oh. The 360 version was 2010, I but so that don't really count. So never mind what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> a really nice post-apocalyptic version of Journey to the West. Good game. Phoebe, do you have any games you want to mention? I can't remember who I'm posting. I have a quick DLC and a quick game, <gasps> if that's sure. okay. So nobody's about to like me right now. Ubisoft lovingly gave Get us out. in 2010 a game <laughs> called Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> Very good beat em up. And then oh, it yeah. took them three years to release a DLC for online multiplayer, which barely fucking worked, Oof. and to make Wallace a playable character who was actively just a reskinned Steven. Woof. With rainbows, like get me, get me fucking gay. You do three years of work to give us a reskin palette swap and the buggiest servers I've seen in any fucking video game. Woof. Yep. That's mm, that hurts. Yep. Yep. You don't even get a real ending with yeah. Wallace. Every other Super. character, you get a fucking text wall that actually tells you something. There, it's just a picture and the end. I didn't know it took three years for the DLC to come out. Yeah, three years for Wallace to come out. and it Wasn't was Knives, too, or was she earlier? She was earlier. She was the same year. Oh. She was 2010. Did that studio have issues after that game? Wasn't there something about that? And that's oh, I want to so say they broke up, but then they refund, uh, they reformed, because it's the same people who made Shredder's Revenge. I oh. fu- and I fucking loved Shredder's Revenge. That was my game of the year last Revenge year. Revenge is so fucking good. And I'm yeah, so I, glad that silly style of uh, of beat 'em ups are coming back because yes. we just got a GI Joe one announced either yesterday. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> we have a Toxic yes. Crusaders one yeah. coming. Yeah, that, that looks, looks cool. Also looks fun. And also fantastic. Shredder's Revenge is funny to me because like I don't even like playing as any of the Ninja Turtles. I love playing as April. Like she's yes. my favorite character. Hey, Kyrie's in the, in the DLC now. 
I know. Yes, it's, it's, I can't wait Usagi to play Yojimbo. Usagi. <laughs> Kyrie. I'm a big Kyrie fan because of the comics. Oh, IDW Kawhi's comics. So good. I love that oh. they base summer removes off of uh, her her appearance in TMNT Tournament Fighters for the Super Nintendo. And that also she's like extremely fucking overpowered and broken in that game. Like her moves are ridiculous and like hard to f- like. She is extremely hard to fight. She is so broken. Oh my god. Oh, but uh, speaking of Scott Pilgrim, I have never played. I've never beaten that game yet, or even played it that much for some reason. Oh, Great game. I, yeah, I agree. I, I have also have bought it on Xbox 360 back when it was around. Mm. I I have it on Switch. I have it on Epic. I have it on Steam. But there this is a game you actually should spend the money that many times. <laughs> on. I did it because I bought it on Epic because they didn't release it anywhere else, and I was worried it would go away again. And then I bought it on Switch because Michael, me and Michael Hughes were going to play it at some point, and he had it on Switch. I was, it was like five bucks on a GameStop sale, so I bought it on Switch. And then I saw it for five bucks on Steam, and I'm like, so oh. I bought it on Steam. Oh yeah, honestly, I'm okay <laughs> with that type of like triple dipping because like you're you're supporting like an actual good game, but also like <laughs> I get why you're going. You do that, I do the same same thing myself. It's more of, this was, I try not to fall into the fear of missing out, but this was a game that I fell into the, the fear of missing out just because, like, I was, I'm still, like, this game is going to get delisted at some point again, I guarantee yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, there's too many licenses involved, and that, that stuff can get, you know, when, like, all, like, when Marvel games go on to, like, I bought Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, do I have any same. plan to play it? No. But, I was like, if I do want to play this someday, I want to have it on Steam, so I have a way to play it when that day comes because that's going to happen someday. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Um, so I, I've been trying, and you know, it's kind of one of those games where I'm just like, I know oh, yeah. it's going to disappear again. And mm. it's that also upset it me when that game at this point for... because the Netflix anime is coming out. Right. It's true. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be a while, but at now. some point there'll be right issues again. Yeah. It's I can totally get that. With uh, that, I'd like to actually bring up a game I'm pretty Please. excited about. This is my easily my favorite game in the series. I fell so much in love with it. It's. Uh, the fact that it was portable too was kind of perfect, and on such a powerful system as the Nintendo 3DS. I uh, I've tried to get back into the series with the newest game on Switch, and I I, I, don't I know, know what they, this is. They changed uh, they changed too much of, too much of it that I just it wasn't convenient for me. And that is Animal Crossing: A New Leaf for 3DS. Uh, it was not what I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was yeah, I thought it was. I was like, oh wait, hold on. Whoa. I assumed that you I assumed that's what you were thinking. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> this came out June 2013, a packed month for video games in that, in that year, because that's also The Last of Us when it came out, <laughs> and a lot of other games, too, just a ton of games. Yeah, Animal Crossing The New Leaf was fucking excellent. I didn't realize just how much I loved it. I remember nights where I couldn't sleep. I would stay up, like, half the night uh, going to the island and fishing for sharks and... I, I just ranking up money and paying off for houses and stuff like that uh, and paying for the museum and everything. I just, I feel like the portability of New Leaf really helped the game out too. It felt spacious enough where you could run around and look at stuff, but it also felt small enough that you, you just, yeah, put it in the po- your pocket with you and just play it anywhere. Uh, and the fact that, you know, 3DS had Wi-Fi, it's like, oh, cool, you can just hook up to a Wi-Fi and, you know, see if anybody's playing it too. And, uh, yeah, um... I tried getting back into it with um, New Horizons on Switch, and I don't know, it just didn't, it just, not nah, like, uh, a lot of the things I loved about New Leaf weren't there, and it kind of broke my heart. Uh, I I had some fun with New Horizons, no, it just, it wasn't New Leaf. 
New Leaf was so damn good, and I had an absolute blast with it. That's easily my favorite game of that entire series. But yeah, Animal Crossing, A New Leaf. And also, something I want to give a quick little, just sorry, really quick side <laughs> shout-out for as a, for an indie game. I believe this, actually it did, yes it did. It came out for iOS and Android in 2013, Super Stickman Golf 2. The reason why I want to give uh, a shout out to this game is because, for one thing, this series was excellent. This is probably, maybe, the best phone game I ever played was the Stickman Golf series. And another reason why I want to give a shout out to it is the developer studio for Noodle Cake Studios is actually located in the my hometown of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. So, nice. yeah, just a huge shout out to them. I'm sad at the moment that all the Stickman games have been removed from phone stores, which breaks my heart. I hope something can be worked out and they can come back up because they, they are fantastic games. They don't really have that many microtransactions and they're, whatever they did was actually super cheap, like just literally a few dollars, like two or three dollars for a... You get, like, a whole bunch of new levels and shit, and it's like, yeah, okay, I'm actually kind of okay with that, even though I really tend to hate microtransactions. Um, but yeah, the, uh, yeah, Super Stickman, Golf Games, and Animal Crossing New Leaf, man. It, those games remind me of why I love not only video games, but why I, I lo- loved portability in video games. Like, I, I, I mean, I loved playing consoles at home and everything, and I loved playing at arcades, uh, arcade games at arcades and stuff, but... No, just like having a game in the palm of your hand, uh, like it's games like those remind me of like, oh yeah, portable portable games can also be really fucking good when they try and they they really focus on what makes portable game good while at the same time still portable. But yeah, shout out to those uh, to those uh, two games. See, mm-hmm. when you said that it was like, going to be a 3DS game and that you mm-hmm. weren't a big fan of the new Switch one, I thought personally you were going for Monster Hunter Three Ultimate. Oh. Oh, wow, we have a three-fact here. I, I actually kind of like the new uh, Monster Hunter. I never quite got into Monster Hunter. I, I just, I don't know, too much for me. I did play the newer one that's on Switch and Windows and stuff, and I just, I gotta be honest, um, I would only really play that game. Like, I'd play, like, a few missions and stuff, I, I, I but mainly I, 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 I would just hammer the pet the dog button. Like, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna pet the dog. I want to pet the dog. I'm going to pet that Believe dog. me, I, I understand. Yes. I was in college when this game came out, of uh, 3 oh. Ultimate, and everybody I knew with a 3DS was playing it except for me. Yes. I did not understand the appeal of this franchise. Mm. Then I tried Rise, and I went, oh, god yeah. damn it, now I get it. I'm so angry <laughs> with that fucking plush dog that they released for with Rise. Like, it's I didn't so know they expensive. did that. No, they, like, and the plush dog is huge. It's this huge plush. And it pisses me off. It's so expensive. I'm like, God damn it, I wanted to buy it and cuddle with it and pet it. <laughs> I'm heartbroken. All right, I'm looking this up. Oh, my God. I just, just want to pet the dog. Just, you should ugh. post the image in the chat because I don't want to Google. Uh, there's two of them. I'll take a screenshot of both of them. Okay. Yeah, like, like I said, the plush is huge. Like, it's a giant plush. Like, it's just, ugh. <laughs> In Star, do you have any games you want to mention? Uh, I'll do a quick shout out for a smaller one that I don't think many people have heard of. Antichamber was a really fun puzzle game that That's I That's on my list. Oh, hell yeah. Antichamber's neat. I don't think I ever beat it, but I got real close. I think I had like two or three puzzles left and I could never get it. And I was like, damn. But I think they made a. I think they made like a remake of it a few years ago. But Antichamber's solid. Still holds up, my opinion. Okay. Really good uh, non Euclidean first person puzzle game. Yeah. You know, I think. 
I just I don't know. I feel like there's not there's a bunch of puzzle, there's a lot of puzzle games of this sort of like first person, but this one and like Portal and a few others they just like stand out in my brain of like just doing some weird shit in a way that I'm digging. Talos Principle, The Witness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, all that. This looks interesting. This is on Steam, I think. Yeah, yeah it's I on Steam, it and you'll get lost. And it's probably pretty cheap because I mean, especially I don't know. Like I said, I think they re-released it with like some small updates, maybe in quality of life stuff. But I might be totally imagining that. But regardless, if they haven't, the original it's twenty bucks on Steam. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, they're probably, maybe not. That's worth it. Yeah, it's so worth it. I, my opinion, like it's a puzzle game. But you, you know. said the key word for me that made it not worth it. Oh, was, was that puzzle game? It. Oh, you know, Mike. I have another key <sighs> word. I think there's a timer. I'm pretty sure that makes it worse for you. That yeah. that means ignore game, never see again. All right, click. Yep. Watch speedruns had... for it. The speedruns are fucking wild. Oh, I could imagine just but I, I I found out that I really hate time limits. Mm, yeah weird huh milk huh? i don't know why yeah, this is, i don't know why that's that's wild um uh, but anyway maybe i mean if you want to share anything else about anti-chamber i'd be happy to let that run right now because i mean <laughs> you know yeah that's fair i think the only other one that i have a personal connection to that i can think of because we're talking about a lot of these ones that aren't even like lists i look up and it's nice to hear them uh but the Which dlc I, what, I, what i love about yeah. doing these because, yeah, if you just Google it, you get this list like, oh, it's pretty neat, but here are all these other ones. But the DLC for XCOM, XCOM Enemy Within, that, oh, I, that that was my way I experienced that game, like, in full. And it, it slapped, and I loved it, and it was a DLC that I think most people are like, you could play it without it, and it's just a completely different game. And, like, some people are like, oh, you should play it without, and then play it with. And I'm like, no, just go play with the DLC. Have a good old time. All the weird mechs and, like, didn't other it, tech they added. Didn't it come out as a complete package, too? Like... No, there was, I think, originally just XCOM. And yeah, there like, is. I, I have both on PS3. Yeah, so then Enemy Within was a DLC. Oh, it's on sale right now, apparently. I don't know if they ever made it as its own thing. I only knew it as the DLC that came on top of the game. But, yeah, it's uh, it's solid. I think it holds up, and I love it. I think the other ones are probably, like, if you were going to first go into XCOM, the other ones probably have more meat. But something about the original game with this, I think, was, like, just enough that, like, you know, it was pretty like a good size of content rather than, I don't know, some of the other ones I think get a little, a little bananas and not, but they don't feel as much if you have experience with the series, but I don't know, this one just like in my heart, it still feels perfect. Apparently also the Bureau came out this year and that was yes. not in any list I've looked up and that makes me sad because they, that was a game. Forgot that game existed. Is that a game that's like, yeah. is that a first person game? No, I think it's a third person, like action group shooter game. Yeah, yeah. the third person. It was a weird game. I to play it because I heard it was bad. Yeah, that's all I really that's, remember. I mean, I have I have it. I bought it because I I during the 360 era, I bought a lot of games for cheap if I found them. Like because I mean, I was buying tons of buy to get one free sales at GameStop. I'd go every single week. I mean, I was constantly just buying cheap shit for under ten bucks at this time. So I, I have a huge collection of 316 PS3 games. As a person who doesn't typically play games like XCOM, I got really excited when I was like, oh, we're going to make a shooter. I was like, that could be good. And then I think it was pretty clear out the gate. Everyone was like, oh, I don't know about this. And then it came out. And it was like, yeah, no, we're good. We can, You can skip it. And I was like, okay. I thought there was a first-person game. Maybe I'm just... That was something else. I don't know what's been on. It might be something else. No, this is definitely a third-person game. I mean, I just... I could have sworn it was some... But maybe I think it's something completely different. I don't know. I don't want to get up and start looking through my collection. So. <laughs> It's near me. I just don't want to get up while I'm recording. Also, you hear me yell across the room. I found it. I'm like, no, that's not happening. All right. I, I have a game that I want to mention that I'm surprised we haven't mentioned yet. Assassin's Creed 4 came out this year. God, Black Flag. Is that the, is that the 
pirate one or the one yep. you're like say, oh yeah, that's the one I give a shit about. <laughs> it's one of the few you should give a shit about. Oh, Phoebe, how can you say that? Oh, okay, one, the Ezio's, four, Rogue and Syndicate. I wish I liked this game. I was so excited. <laughs> I thought at the concept, like when I heard what the plot was, I was like, oh, this is going to be neat. I could game. not get through the first like two hours. That story and the writing drove me nuts. And I was like, this feels like a bunch of like, I forget what the trope is, but like misspeaking or like a miscommunication. And I was like, you know what? No, there's so many things. I'm like, why doesn't he just do this? And I was like, hey, uh, so you would love the DLC for this game. Oh, yeah. Hold on. There, I'm here. There is a mission. Yep. And at the end of the mission, this character goes, I never want to talk to you again. I never want to see you again. I'll kill you. And then the very next mission, she's the person you're talking to. She's like, oh, so your next assignment. I'm like, I feel like we're missing something here. Uh... Yeah, Freedom Cry. It's a standalone DLC that I have because I I bought it after I played this because I wanted to play the DLC, too. (laughs) It's been, you know, seven, eight years now. One. (laughs) Oh, but no, Black Flag is just, it was just an amazing game. I, I i played it when I was getting back in the game after I played Last of Us, and I played just around that time, finally. So this would have been, like, six years ago at this point. It's so good. I, I really, I'm, we're going through the Assassin's Creed series now on the podcast, so when you hear this, we're getting close to doing Brotherhood. And I'm I'm working my way through. I'm excited to go back to four. I, I'm not uh, excited for three, but I'm excited for plot four. plot point that we're still waiting for the next part of. I also, I need to rescind all of my comments. I'm thinking of Rogue. Rogue is a really good game, was good. No, I hate Rogue. No, I will, I will die on this hill. I hate Rogue. Rogue Listen, between Unity and Rogue, Rogue is the better game of that year. I'm not going to say Unity's a good game. Well, Unity's gonna... fine now, right? I, I still... They patched it uh, I mean, it was bad when it released. Yeah, after it was still patched, everything, everyone was kind of mid about it. But Black Flag... Um, I will say, as I, though I don't personally stake in it, my friend uh, who loves pirate games is haunted by this game because even though he loves whatever the Xbox one is right now, Black, no, that's the one. Whatever the other one. Yeah, he loves Sea of Thieves and respects it. He just feels like there's not been a great, good, like, pirate action game since Black Flag, and it haunts him. And well, Ubisoft uh, is supposedly making skull and bones. Oh, that's such a cursed yes. word in his ears right now. That It's been a heartbreaking journey <laughs> for him. Supposedly is that the key game. word there, maybe. They have to because of contract with a state, with a country's government. I forget who. I'll I come. still believe in Beyond Good and Evil, too, so... Yeah, well, but yeah, respect for Black Flag for its its (laughs) ship combat. Heavy respect from this corner. I mean, I guess I guess they don't have a choice to skull bones if they have a. I mean, the country's not going to let them just get off with it if they don't do it. Yeah, no, yeah, good evil too. That's not coming out ever. So, but we talked about this somewhere else, but I don't remember what episode it wasn't that long ago. I talked about Beyond Good and Evil two again. I don't remember who was Phoebe or not. (laughs) It might have been. (laughs) <laughs> but oh, as I said, this joke, I'm going to say it again because it might have been months, depending when you hear this. I always think about Beyond Good and Evil 2. When I worked at Target in 2009, we had it on one of the like promotional things for PS3. Oh, God. It was oh. coming soon. It's never happening. Now it's 2009. Stay strong, my siblings. It'll be here one day. Supposedly we're getting a Beyond Good and Evil 1 remake or port for modern consoles. And so I'll, I'll, I'll see. <laughs> Is that you, like, patting me on the head? Angry flaps. I was saying his upset, upset slaps. I want hugs. Oh, we'll give you virtual hugs. Oh yeah. We'll reach across the country, because I know all four of us are, in, well, one of us in a different country, but all four of us are in different yeah. areas of, throughout the North America. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Kyle, do you have any other games you want to mention? Is he two? One is actually a new game, and one's a re-release, but I'll do the re-release That's- first, just a quick little thing. 
Okay, so on the Wii U, in uh, I believe in July of 2013, a game that's literally my favorite video game of all time was re-released, and that is Earthbound. Uh, Earthbound was re-released <laughs> on the Wii U in July of 2013. I love this game wow. very much. Yeah, easily. I, yeah. I just didn't oh, know that. That's yeah. upsetting. Because, man, they should do that again. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, I love Earthbound so much. It's yeah, literally my favorite video game of all time. I am so happy that they were able to get through everything and uh, re-release it. I know Earthbound's had a weird, rocky history, and with copyright stuff and everything, I'm just so happy they're able to work things out. Yeah, I love Earthbound so much. I just, I fucking love it. Great game. My favorite game of all time. Uh, and to go on with the new game that came out in August of 2013. That is a game of I, I very much love dearly. I've uh, got it. I, I believe I have it on PS3. I think I also got it on PS4. I love it a lot. It's uh, Dragon's Crown. Okay. Was that this year? Yeah, 2013. Huh. Yep, developed by Vanillaware. I, I love uh, that studio dearly. I've uh, enjoyed quite a lot of their games. Fuck, I really wish we could somehow get either a remake or English fan translation or something of Princess Crown. I, uh... I want to play great. that game, but I just, I know it's like, I know there's a way to do it in English, but without the game being translated, there's like an FAQ and like, I don't know, I just, uh, sounds complicated and I just, I want to play the game and I really want to enjoy it. That and Muramasa would be really nice. Yes. Yeah, that was also Hell yes. Hell yes. Man, I absolutely love Dragon's Crown. Fun game, really good beat em up. And I believe, I mean, I, I, I believe, I know it is. Uh, some of the developers for Vanilla Ware uh, came from Capcom, and some of those developers, including the artist George Kamatani, also, I believe, from Capcom, helped uh, work on the very fantastic Capcom Dungeons and Dragons beat em ups. And I fucking love those games so much. Like, I don't know D&D at all, so, like, please don't, like, just start, like, oh, what's your favorite? And I'm like, I, fuck, oh, God, fuck. Um, I, uh, and then I'll just, like, hide or something. I don't know. Yeah, I absolutely love those Capcom D&D games. And, uh, yeah, Dragon's Crown felt like a great predecessor. That's the correct term. But, yeah, great game. Lots of fun. Just super fun little solid beat-em-up. Fun characters. I, I, I enjoyed George Kamatani's uh, style of artwork, especially, uh, Especially for Princess Crown. I really love a lot of the character designs. Yeah, really enjoyed Princess Crown. Really damn fun game. I'm happy it came out when it did. I'm happy it got re-releases, too. I hope it someday can get a Windows release. I hope a lot of the Vanillaware games get on Windows, because uh, they're, I want them to be shared, and I want them to be accessible for people, because uh, Vanillaware is great, and I just want them to you know, be in the future. I can pretty much guarantee you at this point that Princess Crown and Muramasa will get ported because we have an Odin Sphere port on the PS4. We right. just got Grim Grimoire again. Right. Oh, yeah. I forgot about so that. So it looks like they are giving a lot more love to their back catalog. Good. Okay. And Phoebe, do you have any other last uh, few games you want to mention? I have a Oh, few. God. I was going to say, I have a whole list still. <laughs> a good twofer. Double Fine gave two pretty good good games this year if you average it out there's the cave which it's fine (laughs) it's way too long because you can only pick three out of seven characters at a time to do this five to six hour puzzle and then get one or of two endings for each one so you're going to be playing this quite a few times to get the full thing but at the same time, Double Fine gave us the absolutely metal game, Brutal Legend. 
I'm glad somebody brought this up. I, I wanted to hear about it. I've never played it, though, so I can't talk about it. Okay, so this is going to sound really confusing because this game is divided into thirds. It is one-third hack and slash, one-third vehicle exploration combat game, and one-third RTS. And that That's doesn't sound like it should mix at all. This game pulls it off, and it has so many metal references. All the music is heavy metal. Ozzy Osbourne is the store manager who is the <laughs> god of metal. Lemme from what fucking band I can't even think anymore. I don't want to say Radiohead. That's not right. <laughs> Brain's not working. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it either. Yeah, he's a major character. They have Brian Persen as a as an NPC for a bunch of quests. They just got everybody for this game. Jack Black, of course, plays Eddie. And God, this game rules. Tim Curry's the villain. Just absolutely oh? playing it up like oh, he's in legend that. again. God, yeah, this game is rad. I'm glad it exists, exists and was what it was. I yeah. did know it was double fine. They have been talking about making a sequel still, and mm-hmm. since Psychonauts 2 came out, I, I have a bit more hope than I used to. Yep, I'd agree. Okay, and Alphibi, you want to mention one more, and then I'll mention two. Yeah, sure. Man, did you ever think Metal Gear could be a hack and slash character action game? Yes. Because let's talk about Revengeance. That came out in 2013? What? This was 2013, according to my sources. Okay, thank you. I yeah. didn't see it when I was scrolling, but I didn't look that hard for it either, so. Just playing as Raiden post-MGS4, this is the last point in the timeline so far. Kind of leaves on a cliffhanger, but if you want a very, very good character action game with some really hokey cutscenes, this is the game. You gotta Don't bust mess that with a senator. <laughs> because uh, this was one of those games that that was the main thing I remember is they were like look at this connect and like action and he's like cutting fruit and you're like oh, okay but no that's sad because this game like like that's what I remember I know this game in post has had its little like cult following and this game was surprisingly yeah, really son. oh and the senator I love the senator meme Armstrong I love is meme. one of the best villain for the absolute hokey corny bullshit that he is <laughs> and Jeff seems stram what the hell? Jetstream Sam is such a fun boss, and he's just a guy. He's not a cyborg at all. He's just wearing a super suit. <laughs> but oh. He can keep up with you and maybe even surpass you. This is rad. It's I'm a, so glad someone talked about It's a super weird-ass game, but it is. Yep. I want to play it again really bad for the podcast, but I just haven't gotten there. Well, it has a 95% positive on Steam, so apparently the PC port is kicking it. Yeah. People okay. still play this game a lot. I'm not that surprised. All right. So I'll, 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 I'll do two. Oh, well, first, I have a game for Milk that I'm, I don't understand why you didn't mention because it came out in 2013. It's in your what? it's in your favorite. one of your favorite series. It hasn't popped up. Which has a three in, I, in it. Oh, I saw this once and I instantly blocked it out. And it reminded <laughs> me. It told Dead me Rising what year came out this was. year. Oh, uh, what was uh, it? Dead Rising Dead 3 Rising came out in 2013. Oh, God. Is this a uh, bad game? Oh, I mean, if you're a fan of the series, it's where it all starts. It's where it just becomes unredeemable. I think I mean, two, that feels like how I'm feeling about one with the timeline. Okay, so. let's take a breath here. Let's uh, let's call I'm not these words. We need to save this for the episode where this belongs. <laughs> but three is weird. Three three does uh, throws so much of what has made one and two great out the window and went. We're gonna do other stuff, and everyone was like, "Why?" And then it wasn't. It just wasn't well-received. Wait, like, there's it, stuff that makes one and two great? Okay, all right. I'm <laughs> Thank you, Phoebe. High fives. I'm... 
I need to, I need to take a few breaths. But in short, Dead Rising Three on Steam has a mostly positive seventy five percent. It was very much an Xbox game to like that they were pushing it to try to like really you know show what the Xbox could do. And oh man, I hate this game so much. I've tried a few times since, and like the, I I'm not like I just can't. It gets me so upset when I want to talk about how, why I don't like this game, and I I just can't. I hate it. That's all. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> okay. I just had to mention it because I was like, oh, I'm surprised she didn't mention it. Yep. I try not to every day of my life. <laughs> and I don't want to think about it. A random game that I actually played from 2013 that I bought for $5 in a Walmart bin. A Rise Son of Rome. An Xbox oh, One God. release game. It's not bad. Yeah, this was another one of those Xbox games. I think this was the first year of the Xbox One. Yeah, this is a Xbox. I'm pretty sure Xbox One launch title. Yeah. I, I liked think, it. It's, I have it on Steam. I actually I bought it for cheap on Steam because I want to do it on the show at some point. For because it, it's just a short gladiator game, and it's just it's just cool. I mean, not gladiator, right? Where, but it's just a short Roman game. You're a Roman soldier fighting barbarians, and it's pretty. It was it was short, like a four or five hour game or so, but it's just fun. Yeah, I and really I think like the, the graphics were like you know they were really pushing it at the time. Just uh, don't think about Dead Rising Three. Go play Rise, and then that's fine. <sighs> So it's just one of those games that I was like, this is a lot of, this is a really cool game. So yeah, that's what I got for that. And, oh, Kyle, did you have any other games? Or were you all good? I have uh, a few more to mention. No, actually, I have a, I have a game I'd like, oh, Sure, sorry. please do. My microphone was muted, sorry about that. Anyways, yeah, actually, I do. I would like to give a shout out to a game that's very close to my heart, just like its original game. I, I love this game. I grew up with the cartoon. I loved what they did for this game as well, with the, bringing a lot of the cast back. DuckTales Remastered. Mm. Very, very, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Very lovely game. Very sweet. Just very lovely. I'm usually not the biggest way forward fan. I find a lot of their games like kind of overly developed. Like, their character animations are so overly done that they just don't control that well. I, I don't know. I, I think it's something with me. But I, 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 there have been way forward games I have enjoyed, though, in the past. But yeah. DuckTales Remastered, a damn good game. Uh, love that they pretty much got everybody that they could get back from the, from the cartoon, the 80s cartoon back again, which was really sweet. Uh, and uh, loved hearing them again. It felt like I was a little kid eating peanut butter sandwiches and watching cartoons. And yeah, just, man, really, just, I loved it. It was such a great time. And I love the original NES game as well. Masterpiece of a game, one of the best platformers on the NES. Uh, Capcom really killed it with the uh, Disney Capcom stuff. And, uh, I think, aside from Tailspin, like, literally every Disney Capcom game out there is, like, so good. But, yeah, really, really uh, solid game. I, I loved it. I had a blast with playing it. And, um, yeah, that's DuckTales Remastered. Another game I also want to bring up, because, unfortunately, the developer developer of it closed down, and it's fucking tragic, Saints Row 4. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Rev, uh, Rest in Peace Solution. You were a great studio. You made some really, really, really fun games. I uh, I had fun with most of the Saints Row games. Like Saints Row 2, 3, and 4 were all just... I, I had such a blast with them. They were oh. just... Man, I spent countless hours. And the Red Faction games were fun. Yeah, like, they were. Especially the first game where you think it might just be some Half-Life clone or whatever the fuck. But, like, no, it's, it's fun and, like... Blowing holes in the walls is so much fun, and uh, yeah, like it's really fun little first-person shooters. Uh, good games, and yeah, I don't know, fuck, it's so tragic. Um, 
breaks my heart that uh, studios like this close down. Uh, I hope all the developers and the good people of those companies, especially Volition, uh, go on to do better things, and I hope they get jobs in doing what they want to do. If they still like doing video games, I hope they do that. If they don't, then I hope they do. They can go on doing what they really want to do in their lives. Rest in peace. Uh, Saints Row 4 was a blast. The superpowers, all that shit was just, man, <laughs> like, just, well, what can we do to a sandbox game? <laughs> Give you superpowers. Like, okay, fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm, I'm there. And, like, you're listening to the radio, and you listen to your favorite radio stations, and the you listen to your favorite songs while you're flying, and you're running at, like, the fastest speed possible, and you're just, like, I really got to play that series one day. Oh, I hope you do. They're a lot oh, of fun. Um, I, I know. I've been I've been meaning to for years. I don't know. I, I own multiple copies. Well, I, I'm sure I don't the, know why. The, the studio they, going they have under, fantastic soundtracks. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. I hope. I, I'm hope. I'm hoping with the studio going under. I'm not. I'm not that. But like, but yeah, I no, hope no. the games will become cheap now because uh, yeah, if you can pick them up, go pick them up. Whatever, whatever console you have. Uh, or PC or whatever, and yeah, go play them. They're just a lot of fun. Oh, I wish two had more support. I'm glad you yeah, mentioned same. two. I stand same. two so much. I love two. Two is a really good balance of like seriousness and like the humor. Where like three and yeah. four are just like, whoa, we're so wacky. Two is just like, no, there's some like kind of like stern, kind of dramatic parts. Yeah. It actually it made its characters feel like they had weight, except like yeah, you know, we get to like three and four, like oh we're gonna kill this dude. I'm like yeah, he might come back in two missions. I don't care. It's fine. Let's keep going yeah. and having some laughs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, two is two is at this point, especially because it never got any sort of support really outside of its initial window. It's mm-hmm. a hard game to love. You got to do a lot of tweaking to make it like yeah. not <laughs> at, to remove some of that uh, aged cheese on it. But it's, it's yeah. oh I love it okay. still. Mm, same. So I have a couple games I'll mention real quick again. Or actually, Phoebe, give me the games to mention. I have a long list. Sure, feel free to do another two and I'll do another two. We can just back out what we have. The Amazing Spider-Man. The first game of the Andrew Garfield games is actually amazing and and it it has no right to be. And their version of Alistair Smythe is terrifying. The lyric is great. Everything in this game is actually really, really, really good. I cannot recommend enough to play Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man. And that's not something that most people would ever think about, like, saying. But no. you're not wrong. I mean, it's a good game. If this, I, I will even even go as far as to say, hey, if you like, like Spider-Man 2, the Maguire game, or the Insomniac ones, give this a shot. This has has a really good web sling. All the, uh, crap, some of the uh, collectibles are really, really good. And speaking of Mar- Marvel, the Deadpool game came this year. The Deadpool oh, yeah. game? Damn. That's good. Yeah, these, lists, these lists, when you look them up, they don't do it justice. Because, yeah, Deadpool game was massive. in ter- Not in terms of, like, popularity, but it was a great game for being like, oh, it like, I just, damn. Yeah, us an actual canon with, with the comic Deadpool. We're not seeing any text bubble bubbles, unlikely, with, with the debris. But we got to see the the narration text bowls in his head. Mm-hmm. We got to see the death. And you know, you know what? Somebody who's been scream, screaming up since about first class came out. Finally, we we get piece of media with Mister Sister, Sister in it, oh. and a really, really, really good Mister Sinister. Is it still bad, bad by the way? Yes. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. I don't know why. 
Yeah, I know. But no, yeah, I had a lot of experience with that game getting to like just play through it and be like, because I'd kind of started to like Deadpool by this point and then playing this, it was like fully cemented. I was like, I love this. He's probably one of my, I mean, he's definitely my favorite superhero, but he might be one of my first like superheroes. So I was like, oh, I really like this person and like what their the whole bag is. Okay, I forgot. I didn't realize that game was this year. I played it once. I beat it. I liked it. It's really expensive if you want to buy a Steam code for it now, by the way. Oh, so. wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it good? I think, I so, think yeah. it's better, but I'm curious. Hey, that's, that's cool. Eight. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, I still own it on Steam. Woohoo! Yeah, it's, it was selling for hundreds of dollars at oh, one no. point on freaking like one of the cd webs one of the cd key websites and things and people were like i because i'm part of steam deck groups and they were bitching about it so that's all i know well thankfully yeah there's some like cd keys which i think is a pretty reputable one in my memory they sell for like 13 now but yeah there's still other ones that are like 70 dollars, 600 dollars. yeah it's just i that's why i hate about that's why i buy like i was talking about earlier why i buy games when they when i hear them getting delisted or if it's a marvel franchise marvel anything or like something licensed i buy it immediately especially marvel because marvel is notorious for being like oh you want to play our game well guess what it's gone now fuck you we don't know who the x-men are anymore you know for someone if something like that stupid happens like i mean i wouldn't be surprised if we get to a point where like spider-man who's spider-man we don't own him fuck you have i got good news for you you can get a cd key of crayola scoop for three dollars right now it doesn't help this was one of the last Toon Studios games before they got thrown into the Call of Duty mines. Oh, that's that makes it sad and hard, like hard to hear and think about emotionally. Well, since and you just, mentioned Call of Duty, we did get a Call of Duty this year. We got Call of Duty Ghost came out this year. Yeah, I saw that. I thought about talking about it, but I was like, nah. I don't. I don't need much to say about it other than it came out. It yep. exists. It's a game that nobody talks about. That's it. That's all you need. Another uh, quick game that I want to mention: Injustice: Gods Among Us came out in 2013. Awesome. Yep, I saw that one too, and everyone's like, "I don't have anything to say about it," but it is. It did happen. I it just. It's more me. of I just want to mention that it came out. Yeah, good for Injustice for existing and being what it is because it's wacky, and I love it. Yeah, cool game. All right, I'm just look. I, I Phoebe, give me the games to mention. If I can fix fix audio problems, maybe. <laughs> okay, still. Still. Yeah. God yep. damn it. You could try How restarting. Bad is that? I'm definitely tapped out on games. I don't have anything else. Okay, I'll, I'll mention I just, a couple quick, and I want the last one to go on. Uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes came out in 2013, which I really enjoyed, so I just have to mention it. It's a fun, it's a Lego game. Uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate, the 3DS, and then eventually, and then also came out on PlayStation 3, and that Metroidvania one, based in the, that saga is really good, the Lords of Shadow stuff. And I have two other games I'll mention quick. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds came out in 3DS. That's a really good Zelda game. Yeah, didn't even know that one was that year. Yeah, 2013. I played it once. I need to play it again. It's, it's such a good game. And then a game and then a game that I have been skipping on because I forgot it was 2013. One of my favorite Batman games, Batman Arkham Origins, came out in 2013. Woohoo! I'm not joking. I love this game. Is that the one with the car? No, that's Arkham Knight. Oh, okay, cool. They, yeah, Arkham Origins is the one that's made by a different studio and everybody bitched and bitched and bitched and then they, it went away essentially but it's a great game and it doesn't get the respect it deserves i mean on steam it's doing pretty well review wise i don't remember this game getting that much hate i remember the car one getting hate this one this one got hate too i remember just being like "Eh, it's fine and the last game that we're going to go out on is bill tucker's if he's listening to episode favorite game of all time bioshock infinite i'm kidding this game (laughs) oh 
I remember really liking it when it came out, and I played it for this podcast, and it wasn't the best. I never liked this game that much. Like, when I played it, I felt like it was all full of itself. And it I was like, that, like, there's elements of it. I, I can't even remember her name, but the femme protagonist that are great and wonderful. Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth Wonderful. The DLC I heard amazing things about, and I totally bought it. But man, when it first played, I was like, this game is way too hyped. And it has not aged well in certain elements, but I I know it still has a lot of people who are fans of it. And I just, I wish I could be one sometimes. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it when we played it for the podcast. And I, I have no, I don't think I ever need to go back to it again. I say about, that. Did you I'm, play the DLC? The DLC is great. Okay. I was wondering if we also did. We also did a two-hour episode about the DLC too. So. Oh, of course. Okay. Good. God, I need to. That's why I need to go back to that game to play the DLC. Because <laughs> I never did. But I, and I somehow haven't got it really spoiled. I know little bits. I've seen images, but I don't know like much about it. You should play it. The DLC is really good. Really damn good. So, and then what I like to do to wrap up this episode, since we don't do shelf or box, since it's a year, <laughs> I like to always say what our top three games are. And Kyle, what were your top three games for this year? Uh, I, I I feel like the the topic of Bioshock Infinite kind of just zoomed by. I didn't really get to say anything. But oh, I, sorry, no, please do, oh, please do. I I played the game, thought it was okay. There were some fun parts. I thought the melee combat with like your little hook spinning thing was kind of fun. The guns were pretty solid. Uh, a lot of your magic power thingies, uh, some of them felt kind of useless. While others mm-hmm. were like, I, I kind of relied only on like I think you get like six or seven of them. It's been a while since I played it, but uh. And I only used, like, three or four of them. Yeah, I, I don't know. There was a period of the plot where I just fucking stopped caring. I'm like, man, this is <laughs> fuck. Like, I, I don't know. And then, like, I beat the game, but I got stuck on the final, near the final boss because this was so fucking frustrating, and I just YouTubed it after I got stuck and frustrated. That's but funny. I don't know. Like, there's some stuff with the politics of this game that I'm just like, oh, I don't like what this is saying. Yeah. No, or, it's it's racist or, and sexist. Or, or, and, or yeah. just what I think it's saying. Because, like, it I, is. I, I have, like, a thing where, like, I, I feel like if I said what it was, I, I might get, like, people kind of like, no, you fucking idiot. It actually means this. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll but, say it um, for you. The okay. game literally has you choose a baseball to kill someone. Because they're not the same color as you. It's a racist piece of shit game at times, yeah. and it meant to be. And Thank you. So yeah, I, no, I that's not I, that, I that's the there. Whole thing of like criticizing the slaves because they fought back was kind of fucking gross. It's like it is. What, what the fuck else are you gonna do when you're a slave? Of course you'd fight back. You're a fucking slave. Like, I mean, it. What do you think if you ask the politely the slave drivers like? Hey, can I stop being a slave, please? Like, oh, sure, here you go. Like, it okay. has very much at times of that <laughs> uh, of that element of there's good guys on both sides. Yeah. It has very much that mm-hmm. element okay. of it when should it didn't need to do that. It didn't need to make the other group evil, but it, it had to make both evil, and it had to make even like Pinkerton be like he's just trying to make money. He's not that bad of a guy. Like, oh god, <laughs> it, it just it has yeah. some and. It, it taints the game. My other issue with the game is that the game is just, I don't like the gameplay compared to Bio. Like I play Bowser 1 and 2 not that long in between playing Infinite, and those two are both so much more fun to play. Awesome. Like, I know, there were, like, parts of this game I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun, and I'm liking this. And then I don't know, it's, I felt like the boss fight with the ghost mother or whatever the hell was just like, what the fuck am I, tr- is this Doctor Who or something? What the fuck <laughs> is this? And then I, I got kind of, I, I just kind of just uh, I looked up a guide because I was getting lost. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, uh, I, I'm, I'll just uh, look it up and see what I have to do because I'm getting stuck on this. But yeah, I 
played through most of it, and I, I thought it was all right, but I just, I felt kind of bad, because, like, everybody else who I knew was, like, really in love with this game. I'm like, oh, this is the game of the year, and I'm like, yeah, that's okay. I, I'm familiar a little bit more with the other Bioshock games, and they're pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed them. I, I think uh, the atmosphere in those first two games, especially the first game especially, is, like, really good, and I was like, yeah, this, yeah, I, I get this. But yeah, um, I don't know, Infinite. Um, yeah, I just... There were some fun moments, but I just... I kind of felt like it just ended with, like, a wet fart. And I was like... It just eh. it makes you feel like... Oh, the ending was felt, felt so full of itself. Like, oh, look at this big... It's like, oh, yeah, multiverse. Woo. You did it. You've you've changed the game. Congrats. It's, I, mm. uh, it made me so mad when I got to the end. I was like, there's, <laughs> there's always a lighthouse. No, Always uh, a lighthouse. There's always a carton of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and all those reasons I was thinking about today because I was drinking multiple cartons of milk after I got bit by zombies today too. So. Oh no! Mm. Everyone knows it huh? keeps you going. <laughs> now you're gonna ha- now you're gonna have the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Infected shits too at this point. So you got oh, no. Mean oh no! <laughs> and before we go to last three, I know Phoebe, you said you had a couple you wanted to mention. Yeah, I have, I have a little light round if that's okay. Please. Right, bitch trip runner two. If you like you like rhythm games or two D platformers, this is actually a pretty solid game. Uh, I feel like I, I still have, still have audio problems. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know why. I apologize for the listeners for everybody. Slender the the Arrival. It, oh it's wow! A horror game. It's, it's, and it's to a ten year ten year anniversary right now, and it's getting both and up to another level. Okay. Wait. What? Oh my gosh, Thunderman? that's wild. The it's so this was the like actual game that was fully released. I don't remember this game being good, but everything else is saying otherwise. That's surprising. Yeah, people I thought, like it. One of the best Metroidvanias ever. Google Melee came out this year. <laughs> oh yeah, fun melee-based Mexican luchador Metroidvanias. The in- Infant Ride to Hell Retribution. One of the the worst video games of all time. One of the best roguelikes, Rogue Legacy, came out. Out. Yep. Bro- Brother Tale of Two Sons came out. So if you're a, you're a big fan of It Takes Two, this is the, yep. the uh, spiritual pre- predator. First Outlast fast game came out. Wonderful 101, keeping oh, the wow. beautiful Joe-esque <laughs> lifestyle going. I forgot. The Xbox One Killer Instinct counts. <laughs> oh, and and now getting another update. That game is a masterpiece. That game is surprisingly oh. good. And finally, like, that, that nobody is going to know. The Angry Video Game Nerd Ventures came oh. in 2013. <laughs> An extremely hard 2D platform that plays very similar to Mega Man. And finally, for people who like Donut Count and Neon White... You can play one of their first yeah. video games, Bubsy the Bubsy visits <laughs> the James Turrell retrospective. Wow, that's a lot. I I'm so happy you mentioned AVGN game because I saw it. And I was like, I could. But I was like, Nah, I don't think that's needed. But that, but also the Bubsy Woof Woof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot recommend Bubsy 3D Bubsy visits. It's the Turrell retrospective enough. It's quick. It is silly in browser game game. I can highly recommend it, especially if you take take edible. I'm <laughs> writing that down. Could I give a quick run through of some? Because I searched sure. it differently and I got some. And I was like, because I was picking out my three, and I was like, oh, Steam World did came out in 2013. Ooh, which, oh, yeah. that, 
that's they that series has been amazing i've just like i haven't really liked much of the other games until their most recent one that's not even out yet which is the uh, uh city management one a game i don't think anyone will know but it's called sang freud tales of werewolves that's oh, probably yeah. gonna be one of my top three because i love that game i only played through it once it's it's a really weird like wave mode with a really like amazing story about like a brother who's been infected and is becoming a werewolf and you get to like pick which brother you play as and i think it's like also time-based it was really cool call of juarez gunslinger i <laughs> love that game i played that was a game i played like i just picked up like i don't know anything about this and i played it and i played that whole game and i loved every minute and i was like well this was a good game i'm glad that they were never gonna make another one that's trash and something really weird oh no wait yeah okay wait hold on which one am i thinking of Oh no! This is Call that the cartel. I mixed him up. No, this is the weird one. Oh god! I take it back. Call of Juarez is great. Gunslinger shouldn't exist. Moving on. <laughs> Gunslinger. That's the connect one, right? Yeah, that's the one that has like it's in modern day and it's like three modern cowboys and they go on a wild adventure. I not for me. That's okay. Thank hey. Freud is free, by the way, on Steam. It wow yeah it's probably hasn't aged well if I had to guess because I only played it once but I loved it back then it's a unique game and it's pretty short for my memory payday two feels like it should be mentioned finally getting payday three yeah you know after ten years small game race the sun that's a really it's usually still pretty expensive because it's still pretty good and I have a friend who adores it to death state of decay the original we got that one this year that was pretty yeah. wild that couldn't talk I, about it but yeah yeah i i remember trying it as like an xbox 360 arcade game and i liked it but definitely not i never got super into it don't starve which is still around again Ooh, nice yeah that was this year i was it's been around a long time and then the last one i want to mention because i i really respect it even though i don't have a lot to say minus like what they're doing now i'm really interested warframe started in 2013 Holy shit. I think I think this was the official release of Warframe, because I think it had been around for a while before that, but then this was like, hey, here's the game, Warframe, because I feel like I remember people talking about it in high school. So, yeah, but those that was a little list of random things that popped up. I was like, oh, these are, some of these are cool. Dragon's Dogma? Uh, sorry, we'll, we can move on. <laughs> Dark Arisen, yeah, came out. Gosh. MMO for Defiance came out, which is a good sci-fi show. I know nothing about the MMO. Wild. Okay, I don't I don't play them as much. We're just about to wrap this up because it's going over two hours. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, do you have any last ones to shoot out before? Or do you want to do your top three? Shout out before my top three. And uh, to do my top three, I'll, I can do both. But uh, yeah, sure. Okay, last mention. I, I I feel like I'm kind of pulling out a lot of the big bangers and like not like the indie stuff or whatever. But uh, to kind of wrap things up, I believe this came out in December of 2013. Love this game quite a bit because I love its original game uh, also quite a bit. Easily my favorite game of the series, the original game. I mean, this game that I'm going to mention right now is also, like, excellent, but this, like, the original game it's based off of is uh, one of my favorite games of all time. And that is for the Nintendo 3DS. Yes, folks, the 3DS. Once again, we are just on a roll Woo! with the 3DS. The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. I believe this came out in December of 2013. Damn great game. I had a lot of fun with it because, I, and I love this game also, because yeah, I love A Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. That's easily my favorite game of the Zelda series, of the entire Zelda series. I love A Link to the Past so much. I just think the game's great. The gameplay is really great. I think it expands off of the ideas of Zelda 1 and Zelda 2, especially Zelda 1 somehow makes it even better as a sequel and 
I think the dungeon design is just about all perfect. I hate the forced the deep the, the uh, forest dungeon in the dark world, the third dungeon, uh, deep darkness. I believe is what it's called. Fuck that dungeon! It's super annoying. <laughs> it has those fucking stupid mummy enemies. I'm sorry, I forgot the name of them, but uh, you, those what? I I know it. Gibdo. Uh, yeah, Gibdo. Gibdo or Redead? Okay, yeah. Yeah, Gibdo or Redead. Yeah. Yeah, my my apologies. Uh, the Gibdo enemies—they're hard to fight. Like unless you got the fire wand, uh, the fire rod. Excuse me, where you can just insta kill them with one hit. Like they take like I think four slashes. Uh, yeah, they're really annoying. And also another thing that's that's really fucking annoying about the deep, deep darkness dungeon that I are the goddamn uh, wallmasters. Holy shit! I am number one. I am terrified of wallmasters, especially in the 3D games. But number two, they are also really fucking annoying. But yeah, a link between worlds is excellent. It, it does so many charming things as a sequel. I gotta say though, I'm heartbroken that a link between worlds forgot my favorite character. My favorite characters from the original game, and that is the uh, the bully and his friend that are in the Hyrule Mountain. Oh yeah, in the Dark can, World. Yeah, in the Dark World, and uh, they are just the cutest characters. The bully being that weird orange animal creature with, with a horn. horn on its head, yeah. and the uh, super adorable. I love him to bits. Is uh, his little friend who's a little pink round little blob with little feet and. Uh, <laughs> He kicks his friend around because, you know, he's the bully. He's a piece of shit. But he kicks his little friend around and his friend's, like, running around and, like, trying to get his footing back. And he's just, like, rolling around on the ground. And, yeah, I, I, I'm i so heartbroken that they didn't bring those two back for A Link Between Worlds. I would have hoped that maybe the bully would stop being a bully and they'd just be best friends. And uh, hopefully the friend would forgive the bully for being a bully and, you know, they'd just be best buddies and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I... <laughs> Didn't mean to go into weird fan fiction territory, but yeah, New Worlds, damn great game. I loved it. Solid sequel. Loved its dungeons ideas. A lot of really cute, cool, unique stuff for a Zelda game. Uh, loved it to bits. A uh, great way to end the year. And to do my top three, if you don't mind, uh, Mike. Oh, please do. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this might be a bit of a curveball for some of y'all because uh, I didn't really bring it up. But uh, okay, number three. Number three is going to be Legend of Zelda, uh, Lake Between Worlds. That's not the curveball. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's my number three. Number two is going to be The Last of Us. I love this game. It blew me away. Easily fantastic. Uh, I just, yeah, I was just really impressed by it. And I'm fine with just playing the first game and leaving it there. Number one is going to be, here's the curveball, because I did not talk about this at all. But, uh... Fuck, I, I really love this game, and I'm so happy that I believe Milk brought this up. Uh, I apologize if I got it wrong. But um, for the Xbox One, Killer Instinct. Uh, this is such a fantastic game. Such a fantastic fighting game. My god, Double Helix games. I did not expect at all for them to create probably the best fighting game of that entire generation. With Capcom kind of losing it with Street Fighter V and... It, yeah, Bandai Namco doing pretty damn well with Tekken 7, I will say, as a fighting game fanatic. Yeah, Killer Instinct just blew me the hell away. Uh, fantastic gameplay, great controls. I, I, I quite enjoyed the Killer Instinct games uh, back when I was younger for the various uh, Nintendo consoles in the arcade. Uh, arcades. Both games were, yeah, uh, both, uh, both Killer Instincts were damn good. Uh, I kind of appreciated them because it's like... It's like, okay, what if Mortal Kombat didn't have garbage controls? And I'm like, cool, I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, 
yeah, what if Mortal Kombat didn't have awful fucking controls? So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And it's like, all right, sure. So it's Mortal Kombat, but it plays a little bit more like Street Fighter. I'm like, okay, sure. And yeah, um, Killer Instinct brings that back again. And yeah, just, man, folks, if you haven't played Killer Instinct, please go fucking get this game. It's uh, it's wildly still available. Don't worry, it's not gone. The, 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 there's no, like, separated game now. It's all one complete game. It's available on Xbox. It's available on PC. You can get it on Steam. You can get it on uh, PC Game Pass for Windows. Yeah, it's it's available. And honestly, the the version on Steam, which is the same version on PC Game Pass, if you don't have PC Game Pass and you don't want to get PC Game Pass, the version on Steam goes on sale like all the time, and it's pretty fucking cheap. Like it'll go on sale for like fifteen to twenty dollars for like a ton of fighting game characters. All the DLC and everything. You get everything with this version, the complete edition. So yeah, Mortal Kombat, easily my favorite game. Uh, sorry, not Mortal Kombat. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Killer um, Instinct. Sorry, sorry, my apologies. Killer Instinct, just fucking absolutely fantastic fighting game. Killer Instinct, my number one of the year. God bless you all. Thank you. All right, sound, sound. Hell yeah. Oh, Phoebe, what are yours? I'm back to rise. Fucking still slaps to this this day. Oh, really? Uh-oh. I'm oh, still no. there. Yeah. Am I? I? I think it might be getting worse, sadly. Yeah. Oh, crap. Do you want to see if you can do your top three? Uh, uh Can you hear, hear me well enough to do my top um, three? It's, okay, it's there. Okay. It's there yeah. for now. If you could, maybe just write it down in the text chat, and then, like, Mike or Milk can read it off. While they make a choice to do that, I'll just do mine real quick. Yeah, please mine, do. I think, in order of... Honorable mention would be Last of Us Steam War- and Steam World Dig. Those are really close. But for me, third is probably Wolf Among Us. Second is probably Sangfroid, just from how much Ooh. it lives in my memory and heart. And nice. first okay. is Gone Home. Like, I don't, I just remember, I look at some of these images, I there's certain elements uh, that I think have not aged well, uh, you know, morally, politically. But outside of that, I'm like, I just remember playing this game and it just took me away. And I just played the whole thing. And I was like, wow. Um, but yeah, Wolf Among Us for three, Sang Freud for two, and Gone Home for one. I love that. Nice. Gone Home. Nice. All right. And I will read Phoebe's for her. Uh, Link Between Worlds, Wolf Among Us, and Final Fantasy fourteen. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised. And I will say my three. Uh, <laughs> what do you know? Legend of Zelda, Link Between Worlds also. Uh, Super Mario 3D World and Batman Arkham Origins. Nice. Nice, nice. Ooh. Because I fucking love Batman. <laughs> okay, like, oh. I just love that game. I don't care what anyone says. That game is amazing. Damn, damn solid choice. Like, all y'all, like all of y'all, just fuck, just good right? video. And that good video games. I'm sorry, just I, I just all the <laughs> good video games. Red. It was a lot of good red. stuff in 2013, more than I thought. Because I, the way I do yeah. these, I just like to go back 10 and 20 years. I don't even think about like, okay, I just got to get this done this year, and it just worked out. So. Because they tend to be good years sometimes, and there's a lot of good shit that comes out, and luckily I've played some amount of things in the last 10 years. So, All right, and Kyle, where can people find you at? Okay, well, um, you, y'all can find me posting my various musings about horror, queer stuff, and cute things in retro video games and retro video games in general on Twitter at UFO underscore Canada. Yeah, UFO underscore Canada. And you can also find me on Blue Sky at chibiufo.bluesky.social. And you can also find me uh, posting random pictures of stuff on Instagram as well at chibiufo. And you can get you can hear Phoebe on Twitch at the Let's Play Let's Play Princess. There'll be a link in the show notes for her Twitch channel. And where you'll find you at. 
currently they can find me at twitch.tv uh, slash space milk carton, but probably within, I'd say a month or two, it'll probably change to and be finalized as space milk cutie. Okay. This comes out in November, so maybe you need to send me a correct link. <laughs> yeah, probably. We'll see. It depends. I updated my name like a month ago, and I was like, oh, no, I need to change this again. It was like, no, you have to wait now. I was like, that's fair. That's fair. All right, you'll see links in the show notes to all that. And if you want to hear more of this podcast, there are over 500 episodes on Podbean. We've done a few year in gaming. I think we've done four, five or six of these. So you will you can find them all in there. I'm not even going to bother saying what years or anything. Just go go on the Podbean website, type in year in gaming, see what happens. You can also search everything else, random shit we do. We've done Star We do Star Wars, Batman, all. You never know what the hell. Just search. You'll find it. We do Shaun the Dead ones with some of this cast. Like, yeah, we do a lot of random shit. Just go look up our catalog. Uh, Want to give a shout out to my awesome intern outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasfury. You can follow her on TikTok. You'll see the link in the show notes. Also want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me. You can find him on Start His Own Podcast, a gamer looks at 40. If you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. You'll see a link in the show notes to our Patreon. And we also have a Discord. Please join our Discord. You see a link in the show notes to that too. So please join, chat with us. I think, and please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads. We're on YouTube, audio only, but we are on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Take care, everybody. Bye.